Patriots Unfiltered is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. What do you think they We're do? all wrong once in a while. Anybody can make a mistake. Oh, sure. No, mistakes are unacceptable here, Paul. I am once in a while, too. No, I nail the hell out of most. We go to break, and he goes, I don't know why you make me so mad. <laughs> and then he texted it's me the next day. A, it's a gift. I've been thinking about it. I love you, and I hate you. <laughs> that 15-second soundbite by Andy encapsulates PFW. He agreed with, with Christian, but still found a way to get uh, in an argument about I it. Think, <laughs> and I told him he used to call me the likable jerk. <laughs> I think it was worse than that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was, too. What they'll do is they'll do something innocuous in their post, but then their screen name will be Fred I F'd your mother or something like that. <laughs> oh you know? so I like, follow Fred I F'd your mother. It's funny. So I love college football. He has no interest in it. The reason why I don't get into college football in the fall is because I have what's called a girlfriend. And <laughs> oh. six days a week. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. All right. I'm, just, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still recovering from that rocket shot yeah, that, that I, Evan well, threw I was yesterday. Gonna, I was going to lead with it. it was a crazy show. but That I, was I, an all-time yeah. moment he went when nuclear. I've been here. I yeah. wish I could have been there for that because then I could have piped in and been like, well, I guess that's why I'm single because I love college football. Oh, there you go. Oh, team, team Barth. Team Barth. Anyway, <laughs> it is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium, and it's a full oh. crew. It's Deuce. It's Tamara. It's... Alex, it's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth, and uh, we're, we're here. Are we on TV? We're again? on TV Is this today. another one of those days that I'm, we're on TV and no one said anything? Yeah, we're Don't on TV today. Okay. I wish I would have known. I would have nice gotten dressed. Best behavior. Well, yeah. you're, you're dressed. Are you not dressed? I mean, she means dressed. She's a never dressed. nude. Yeah. Well, that's blinding you outfit face from last week. You, know? you would have put, <laughs> you'd have put your shoes and socks on. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. It's radio. All right. Um, no. But, yeah, it's uh, Cleveland week here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel good about this one, Fred. Do I, I, I don't often feel confident, but I think Patriots are going to yeah, win Yeah, we, we got off the show, and we were walking back to our places of work yesterday after the show, and you were like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure about this. Yeah. What was your tagline? Get yeah. even in Cleveland? Get even in Cleveland. I know. I burned it on the 10 to watch, but I, I thought that was a good little saying. And, I mean, you know, there's always, like, everybody's looking for captions constantly. And, yeah. And, like, you know, we need social media That's captions. That's a good one. I like we it. Need other, you know. Me too. So, hey. Get back to I 500. I hope they use it. Three and three. Three yeah. and three. Well, I already used it, so they better not. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Is that your key to the game, too? Getting even? Yeah. No. No, it's just uh, stop, don't tell the, us. stop the run. Don't I'll, tell I'll us. save it for later. What makes you <laughs> so certain? I don't know. I don't know. I just have some confidence today. I, I, I feel like the Patriots are playing well, and I think that I think the Browns, like they got a good run team, but I think they're one-dimensional. And, and I think based on what we saw last week, I think they'll have a good plan and, and kind of put the game on Brissett, and I don't think he's going to be able to pull it out. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park, uh, but, but, my, but I think thing, they'll pull away. My and, thing and about them is isn't every team going to, you know, trying to put it on Brissett, and yet – they still yeah. average 190 yards. Yeah, but the Patriots will game. do it, Fred. They'll do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got they got the pieces, they got the talent, they yeah. got the commitment. Three and three. Let's well, go. I mean, you know, you, you listen to Bill yesterday talking about the Browns, and it is true. Browns have a lot of talent on that team. Mm-hmm. They do. Well, They've got 
That's yeah. why they went out and got Watson. Yeah. It yeah. felt like they had a, a team right. that was ready to, to contend for, you know, the AFC title. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Garrett and Clowney have six injuries between the two of them listed right now. So, that, yeah, not to worry about Cleveland. No, no important players didn't practice yesterday. I wouldn't worry it's like about head, that head, shoulder, at all. knees, and toes for yeah. both of them. It was really? like shoulder, bicep, <laughs> wrist. Me and Tamara were like, that's his whole arm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally his whole arm. Just say arm. Make Upper body. Yeah. Uh, Joel Batonio, Jadevian Clowney, Amari Cooper, Ronnie Harrison, and Denzel. Award. All didn't practice yesterday yeah. for Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> it's gotten to the point of just—I I, even—I laugh at it now. No, it's as expected. Good, perfect. Right. Lining up, take these while we can in the middle of the season. Um, but I, I, I think they'll—I think they'll play well. I feel—I feel confident. I don't know. I don't usually—I don't usually so, pound this drum, well, so I, we'll see what it means. I, I think you're playing the role of Andy, actually, Andy Hart, who oh. actually was on the show yesterday. But Andy used to do that, like. Whatever the last return was, that's yeah. what he's based on. Yeah. You know, go to Tampa in the preseason, you have 10 sacks. We're going to have the best. We could go undefeated this year. It's going to be the best <laughs> defense ever. You it's know, amazing. And, that, that's exactly the game. It was a Tampa yeah. preseason game. He declared he thought Gerard Mayo and Andre Carter were going to split the, like, the <laughs> Defensive Player of the Year award. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm surprised to learn this about Andy. That seems very uh, reactionary. Because – like, they played, like, three series against the Bucks, and they had, like, five sacks, and they were all over the place. They're going to blitz this year. They're going to – no, they didn't. I'm they, not even basing it off of anything that outstanding. Like, I thought they were fine last week, but, but I but think, I think – So you're not telling me that last week got you into this great mood? Uh, and no, no, maybe a little bit with the defense, maybe a little bit, but I think they're going to play even better this week. I think this week will be a more, you know, team effort. I think the offense will, will do well, more no matter who's – I'm with you when it comes to the defense. Yeah. I think that – I think they're showing week by week that Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo are figuring out who they've got, who can do what, who can do what well, and they're putting guys in the position to succeed. They're coming up with good game plans based on the opponent, um, and I'm I'm optimistic about the defense. Yeah, I am yeah. too, especially with Brissett, someone they know very well. I think that the game plan they put together is going to be something that's going to be able to contain. As much as, as much as they can, the run game, obviously, and force them to, you know, throw the ball a little bit more. And then I think on offense, I think what I'm looking for is finishing in the red zone. I don't I don't want seven field goals. Yeah. Are we going to throw it at the red zone? That's, I, think I that's mean, the question. I don't want seven field goals. You start to, you start to tap, tap it down the, the once you get in there. And the question is, you know, we're assuming Bailey Zappi is going to be the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Will they be willing to take – chances once they get in the red zone well i mean or just give it to Ramondre. let him well get yeah. him some rushing touchdowns <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah i'm just over the field goals like obviously you know i'd rather three over nothing but and that's the thing about cleveland that you know as good as their running attack is their running defense isn't that good they're giving up what 160 yards oh, yeah. a game or something like that you know? but what if Ramondre is like really the only threat they have to plant i don't know i'll be interested to see how they handle Ramondre when, I mean, given what happens with Damien. Yeah. Um, the yeah. depth just really isn't there in the backfield. I was just talking about that upstairs. I was like, okay, are we going to see Pierre Strong? Are we going to, you know, maybe see Kevin Harris, J.J. Taylor? Like, like I wonder what they are going to do so that, you know, maybe there is another running back available. They'll have to bring one up. Yeah. It, Paul thinks it'll be J.J. Taylor, probably because of his experience. But I wouldn't be surprised to see either David or Harris or Pierre Strong as, as well. You might even have two running backs. Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris. What did I say? David? David, yeah. David Harris for, yeah. for the Jets. 
Who yeah. Was he? Yeah. Or David Montgomery. I think he was here too. For the for, for, for a, uh, was he for a cup for of a coffee? For a cup of coffee. I don't think he ever a made the team. I remember that. Yeah. 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 11? Somewhere He's a good player. He David was Harris a, player. a really good player for the Jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Harris. I also thought it was interesting outside of um, finishing in the red zone. The number one thing when I talked to the receivers yesterday in the locker room that they said that was a priority for this week was ball security. And I'm like, you know, I wish I could have gotten to talk to Nelson Aguilar about that. Oh, hey. <laughs> it's it's been it's been a little well, bit. Well, in too his case, it's as him. much it's it's as much about catching the ball so mm-hmm. that you can secure it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. Um, it's weird though. I mean, because they've only had four takeaways and, and four turnovers. I mean, it's, turnovers don't really seem like they've had a big impact on this team. It doesn't seem like they're loose with the football. They don't really force turnovers. Well, it's just that they haven't been able to overcome them, mm-hmm. you know, when they happened. When yeah. they happened. Last game was pretty good, you know? No, he's talking yeah. about Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Cleveland. They haven't been a team that's taken the ball away very often. Oh, okay. Mm. So, I don't, just interesting that that's what they're yeah, kind of stressing on. Yeah, and both of them said it, like, and they weren't even next to each other when I asked them, like, you know, what their focus was. Both of them said ball security, and I guess it was because of, Point I of guess, emphasis point of emphasis with especially Bill Belichick talked about it with them being so fast on defense I guess that is what they're focusing on is ball security being the most important thing Patriots are yeah. focusing mm-hmm. on that because which th- I think you threw uh, me a curve you started yeah talking he about did yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. Mike's point was it's strange that they were talking so much about ball security yep. against a team that doesn't take the ball away well yeah. thank you Paul. on Nelson's interception in Mike. particular it wasn't even anyone taking the ball away from him it was just off I his know. hands and right. they caught the tip so right just the, right uh, see we can't yeah. do that anymore we're on TV ah you can um <laughs> You yes. Be careful, Michael. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that you know until you know until the Patriots can prove uh, you know over a stretch of time that you know they're taking care of the ball. I think that has to be the message every week to them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think in some way they've they've been. I mean, that last one Aguilar had was was you know that that the fumble. I mean, he's just he's had a couple of those plays, and I mean I said it yesterday. It just bugs you that. You got a young quarterback. You know guys need to step up, and you're just not making plays for your rookie quarterback, and you're putting them in a bad place. I think that's uh, that's what's what's tough. But interesting point of emphasis, though, and it just makes me wonder. You know, JJ Taylor last year, this was his last game. I know he's been a guy with ball security things. And another thing I thought too was, I think Mac Wilson forced a fumble last year, right? Well, didn't he force a fumble on the Patriots last year? Here, I think maybe, perhaps he was involved a lot. Now uh, you really he played. He's one of the few <laughs> players that's out. I just that is what sides, speak that but much, I know. Sorry, <laughs> um, but you know, I, I just interesting. It's it's largely the same defense that they had last year. Paul mentioned Ward. I mean, he's kind of had a down year. I mean, looking at you know some of his his stats over the last few years, he's been really good, and he's been one of the guys that that just hasn't really been playing up to par for them right now. Well, the Patriots had their first participation report yesterday. We mentioned uh, a lot of Browns not playing, but uh, uh, not. Uh, practicing, but the Patriots had a lot of people practicing, but a lot of them limited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Har- Damian Harris was limited. Lawrence Guy was limited. Uh, obviously, Mac Jones was limited. Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills. Who else? Uh, Aguilar. He no. was Aguilar. limited. He also has a hamstring. I think that was yeah. like 11 Anders has got a back. I mean, there's a, some of these injuries pop up, and you don't like. They, they never miss anything, so you ne- it never like really gets on your radar. Where guys who have missed games, like Guy. You know, Harris is expected to miss games, but you know at the same time, it's, I think it's a reminder that that there's a bunch of guys dealing with stuff that you know you might not even realize. Johnu Smith was out there again, so 
they're all out there. We'll see. I, I think Lawrence Guy would be would be the big one to get him back against this run D. Uh, Alex, I see you have your phone out. Do you mind checking the weather um, for Sunday I at one in Cleveland? Already did. Yeah. Ready? Show prep. It's going to be very similar to last week in Cleveland. Um, it's staying. I guess it's staying warm out there. It's going to be out 60, mostly sunny. Okay. Wow. Any any wind factor? Any breeze coming in? You want the whole, humidity? Because right. I was back. really surprised. Yeah. Bill mentioned that there was a crosswind last week here. You know, and you couldn't see that from the press box. Like the flags on the goalposts were not really moving. But I guess there was like some kind of crosswind. It was definitely windy yesterday, but I think we were just trapped in the bowl. Because I know walking into the stadium, my hair just got ruined. And then once I was in, I was like, okay, it's not that bad. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't bring your hat, Paul? It wasn't great. Of course I did. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking up the game book from last year, Mike. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mac Wilson had seven tackles in the game. No. But did not no. have any forced fumble. No. The Patriots did not turn the ball over in that game. Okay. Not I mean, that was pretty much a perfect game. I mean, what was the final score of that one? 45 to 7. 45 to 7. And if you'll remember the first drive by Cleveland, they rushed it a bunch. They kind of went right down the field and scored. And then Patriots countered and scored. And then next possession, Cleveland turned it over. Patriots scored. It was 14 Well, ch- was, 14 is that the one where all. Chubb was on a, a gallop? That was oh, no, that no. was Chubb. 19. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Chubb was on a gallop. He thinks Chubb was active in the game. <laughs> no. I don't know. That was before Chubb was a superstar. No. He was still Yeah, healthy. he um, – it was Dearness Johnson. That was the guy you guys were making fun of me about How knowing yesterday. How does he remember these things? Um, and they ran him right down the field in the first drive. And then the next drive, they came out and empty backfield, shotgun spread, and throwing it all over the place. And they and Baker Mayfield started turning the ball imploded over. Imploded, and yeah, that was where I lost any 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 hope of hey, Baker Dearness Mayfield. Johnson had good. 19 carries for 99 yards in that game. 5.2 a carry. Yep. And, I and bet it was you, all on the first, the drive, first drive because was once like, they fell behind, they couldn't run the ball anymore. Yeah, I bet you at least 30, 40 of them were on that first drive for sure. So it's going to be another interesting test. And to me, the key is limiting the Cleveland rushing attack. If you can do that, yeah. uh, if you can hold them, believe it or not, around 100 yards, I think you win this game. 100 yards like total yeah. between the yeah. both of them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. rushing. Okay. Rushing, yeah, total. Yeah, yeah I, I mean – I just we spent so much time the last few seasons talking about the Patriots run defense and you know sometimes these kind of teams come up like last year and you think oh this could be a good challenge to see where they're really at and then you get Dearness Johnson instead of those two guys so I, I like games like this where something that you know you're not maybe not 100% sold on just yet that the Patriots can you know straight up stop the run right from the get go last week I think they showed they could do it in you know specific instances and in short yardage which is great but you know this is a straight up test against yeah. You know, Bill was all over their offensive line, too, and, and both these guys should be ready to go. So you, you should learn something about Chubb and Hunt today. are not even on the injury report, and they only have one offensive lineman, um, Petonio. I mean, one of their better ones. But they, they it should be a good test. Yeah. Yeah. A little Yalda Froholtz is, is with these guys, too. I saw oh. him popping up. <laughs> they old friends. But a legit test. And I think yeah. if they do uh, if they do well against the uh, their run, there's no asterisks there. No. Where in many of these games, they're – you know, yeah, provided there's, that there's the a game, but, there's a but. Yeah, you know? I, I would just be interested. Like Detroit the other day, I think got off to a decent start running the ball and then fell behind and couldn't right. really run. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I would be just curious to see how the game yeah. unfolds. But yeah, personnel wise, definitely no asterisk. And, and if your thing comes true, 
and it's a regular. What's my thing? A hundred yeah, yards. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. A hundred okay. yards. I mean, okay. th that would be an incredible performance if it's like 100, 110 yards rushing for the Browns, and you know, it's like a twenty-four twenty game or something like that. That's that's really yeah. good defense. Did you catch what I did in the roundtable? I, I haven't read them yet. No, I think no, you no, should start no. sharing those with the rest of the class. <laughs> Why? You can read them when they're posted. Yeah, but you know I won't. Do <laughs> yeah, that. but I don't want you to you no, know reply all. give you any hints. Oh, you know I, I don't I I don't I I don't need hints. No, I said <laughs> if the, I, I said if the Patriots can hold the Browns below 102.3 yards. <laughs> wow. Okay, so how did, so how did you calculate that specific well, that's, number? Well, that's what I want people to wonder. Like, where did I come up with that number? <laughs> it's advanced analytics. They think Freddie's like Johnny Analytics. Can't get into it. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of numbers involved. The line but, or but that's what came out. What that's is where it, it is. 102.3? 102.3. Yeah. It's close. I mean, it's like 102.2229. Like, I just... But we rounded he it He thinks up. he's Cynthia Freeland. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't get Who's him that? started on her. <gasps> or anybody else. <laughs> People without girlfriends. Very, very judgy. Very, yeah, very judgy. Very judgy. Yeah. Just sits judgy. in his ivory tower looking down at the All-22, judging people who don't watch it and don't have girlfriends. Yeah. Well, listen, takes up a lot of time. <laughs> All right, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Um, what else do we got? Uh, Big expose with about from Seth Wickersham on Ooh, ESPN oh, today. About you got Van Nata and, and yeah. Wickersham on you, and there was another yeah, byline in there. Uh, I said I think it was Tisha Thompson or something yeah. like that um, about Dan Snyder and all there. But the voluminous, fact that he might have dirt on it's all like the other owners, and that's why they hostage. haven't kicked him out yet because yeah. he could drop the bomb if he wanted to at any time, and Ooh. he's hired private detectives to dig up dirt on even Goodell. I mean, wow. <laughs> and then you're coming to – and then there, it's next week there's owners' meetings, right? Like, Tuesday. Like Tuesday. So this, this stuff is – good stuff. Kind of interesting timing. how it all comes out right now. And now we've had, we got a weekend to kind of let it uh, percolate a yeah. little bit. So that, that's out there. Anything else? A big game tonight. It's a lot of – Big. Bears and commanders. Well, we got to do some scouting, right? Got to scout. Paul, you'll be watching Nikhil tonight? Harry's back. No, he's got uh, a wine and is, cheese party. This is probably a game that I shan't watch a play. I don't think I, I will either. Although I, just, I, I am kind of curious to see the all-orange yeah. for the Bears. And, and do you I think, saw it, and uh, all right, I'm out. Do you think it'll top last week's Thursday night game? It can't, top, it can't be bottom. worse. Are you sure? Yeah. Because that was the worst. What was it? Twelve ever. nine in overtime last week. Yeah. I mean, not only did you have to endure so you don't field think goals, it could be you got overtime that? of it. I, 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 I can't imagine. I mean, mm. the most entertaining part of the game were the memes on Twitter coming out about how bad the game was. Like, I mean, right. if it, if it starts out worse than I, Goodell will just run out the field. All right, that's it. <laughs> stop, stop the cameras. You think uh, Goodell's going to be there for this one? <laughs> I think I'm he does. Know. I think he does the opposite. It's yeah. like another great Thursday night game. The fans want Thursday night football. Yeah. Like no matter no. what happens, he tells you the opposite. The fans are telling us they want you know forty games a season. That's what they're telling. <laughs> that us. was the, the year that he was here and he was speaking at the hall, and Fred and I were off to the side. And, and we were like Stather and Waldorf making fun of him <laughs> everything that he said. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> I wish that you had to earn Thursday night football games. Like in college football, everyone does not get a Thursday night football game. Like, I couldn't even imagine if that was a thing. Yeah, but would so you want to earn it? But no one wants <laughs> it. Right? No one wants it. I mean, it's crazy. Like you can opt out of it. Play them. It's like you know having to earn hard knocks. Nobody yeah. wants that. No one wants that either. Yeah. Which, I by mean, the way, uh, I don't know if you listen to the pregame show, but we had uh, forget our guest name from Detroit. But Tim Twentyman. Tim Twentyman. How did I forget that name? Uh, we asked him about just what it was like from his as DetroitLions.com to have hard knocks going on. And it was, it was interesting, like a little bit of insight of, you know, actually hearing what the guys say. You know, you watch practice, then you go 
I mean, a week later, you see the episode, but um, I just thought it was interesting. Did you ask him, like, how heavily, I'm sure it was, but how heavily edited it was? Like, Well, I don't think you would know that from the outside. Well, you know what happened at practice, and then you know what shows up on TV. Yeah, yeah but you don't you... know what is going on behind closed doors. Oh, oh, that part, yeah. yeah. Bradley, our video guy, could answer that question for you because he was with the Browns when they did the Hard Knock seasons, oh. and his stories are legendary. Yeah. Really? Legendary. What I liked was... Can't be repeated like, on air, but... We <laughs> asked him about, um, you know, like how his interaction with the camera was like did he get on or was he and he was laughing he goes that was one of the things he went into camp saying i'm gonna do whatever i can to make sure i'm not anywhere near right he goes and like that very first thing that you see of him dan campbell doing the up downs he's right behind Uh, (laughs) he goes and i'm looking and the camera's right at my face uh, (laughs) he's like i guess i'm gonna be in i guess they get to cover practice there huh yeah, he was like uh, right next to the updowns. Yeah. yeah, he was right next to the field, I think. And yeah. he looked up and he said the camera was like looking right at him. Yeah, not us. We'll be up on the. I was in uh, Belichick the uh, the one. You were you t- you were taking notes. Taking he copious, said something. You, copious were, you, notes. you went to your 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 paper. I was like, hey, there's <laughs> copious notes. <laughs> Hands folded on the desk. You know, yeah. <laughs> Anything else before we get to the calls and emails? No, I think we got to we have picks full today. Steam so ahead on Cleveland. And we have picks. to hurry. Evan will be here after practice to yeah. let us know. Nikhil Harry's there. back for the Bears, so you know, Nikhil Harry was, oh. I guess, has He's this hype. game circled on his calendar. He confirmed. Oh, is that right? What, is, what does he have the, against the, the Washington the Commanders? <laughs> just to be back. He's just excited. Or no, that was the Bears Monday night game. Yeah, I misspoke. Yeah. Oh, the next oh, game. Next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Look yeah. out! Watch out! All right. What would you what would you do? <laughs> yes. And I'm being dead serious. How would you feel if he went for like eight and a buck twenty and two touchdowns? Oh I'd have to reevaluate like, my life. Would it bother you more? No. Oh, it would bother me. It would bother me more because so I'd be like, would, I never saw that in, in I, it would bother 70 me. training camp practices or whatever we've seen. It would seen. bother like, me a lot more. No, it wouldn't it were, bother if, me because I just knew I would know that no matter what he does, where he goes, he wasn't gonna do that here. Like it was done. It's a here. great way to go through life. <laughs> It, it just wasn't going to happen. It was the here. right move, no matter what. <laughs> no, no, really. I mean, do you ever think that that was going to happen here? You no, know, I think. Like no. He was I don't turn. think he'll ever catch an eight for a hundred and twenty. Like I would go into every season saying, "Okay, he, this is going to be. He's going to turn it around." Yeah. Or it, and I, I just gave up. It, it was never going to happen here. He, he needed a new place, you know. And who knows if it's going to happen there either? But it just wasn't going to happen here. So if he. If he has a great career somewhere else, good for him. Yeah, I mean, good I would be him. wondering why they couldn't have got it out of him here, and God. what it, does it look like? That I mean, would really is it bug like me. is he like a contested catch monster now? And you know, what, would it bug you from the, the point of from they weren't able to get to him, or he just wasn't putting his best effort here? No, they weren't able to use him right. They weren't get, able to get that out of him. If he ends up turning into a really good player, that would you know, that would bother me. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't we get it out of him? Yeah. Would, would it make you feel worse though if he was just like this? wide receiver who just run blocked the whole game and was just steamrolling guys down the field. For yeah, like that, that, that wouldn't bother me at all. <laughs> like he's flexing or just killing guys yeah. left and right. I mean, I don't like, wish oh. him, yeah, I don't wish him really any ill will, but it would bug me level. if he all of a sudden turned out to be a great receiver yeah. somewhere else. Well, two games back from injury, I don't, I'm not too, I'm not too. No, s- I'm not. Uh, spilled I, milk. I don't have really spilled any milk. fear of that happening. None. Yeah. Well, you just watched them enough. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't want to say it's the same thing as, as Zappy, but it's a similar thing where it's like, look, we go out to practice. We're not, we sit there and we watch. I mean, guys who are good, you see that guys are good. And guys who don't do much, you see guys who don't do much. Like, 
I'm not expecting Bailey Zappi to do things I didn't see this summer, just like I'm not expecting to kill Harry to do things that I didn't see for three summers or whatever, four summers of watching him yeah. in the training camp, you know? Yikes, that was a harsh comparison. Well, you, see, you, know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Ooh. Right? There he is. There's Zappi. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the phones, I guess. Uh, we'll start with Todd in North Carolina on the Ace Ticket Hotline. What's up, Todd? Hey, guys, my prediction for the game tonight is, uh, is based on the Paul Perillo theory that when you have two average to Midland teams, you take the home team. And I think Cleveland's probably going to pull this out. I think it's going to be really close. But my feeling is there's, uh, you know, you're playing against the Patriots. You always step up. I don't care even if it's past the, the dynasty. You still, they still want to beat you, right? So, and the talent on the Cleveland team is pretty good. You're picking Cleveland, seriously? I am. Oh, come on, bro. Wow. Now, Are you giving him a now hard I have a time? quick question for you guys. <laughs> Going forward, past this game, because and into the winning streak, which two players, one on offense, one on defense, need to bring their A game for the rest of the year to really make a difference? And my two are well, Mac Jones on the offense, because I think if he can bring his A game, he's got enough tools that he'll be able to do things. And then Joss Uche. I think we need to see something from Uche. I think if he can start flying around, and we up that his game, then I think we've got some enough I, talent. I think I think I think Mac Jones is obvious. I think Boucher's yeah. a, a stretch. I think you're really digging deep there. He's a bit player. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, listen, if he turns out to be like you know this great player, but that's not going to happen. I don't think. I think you're digging well, deep. I would just stick I with Judah. Doug, you look at Duggar stepped up and he's made a difference. Just. Well, Duggar but certainly Duggar, has made Duggar a plays like every down, though. I mean, Josh Uche is playing like 15, yeah. 20 snaps a game. It's hard That's to. That's the problem. I think we need more of him on the field. Really? So you, you want more Uche? I'm not I sure. Don't. I that want more like plays. Yeah. I don't. I don't need him to be out. I just want him to make plays. Uh, to me, it would be Judon maintaining. Yeah. Unlike last year, okay. his maintaining his strong level of play. Okay. Well, I didn't want to pick Judon because I thought he was already bringing his A game. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I think if every week. The defensive backfield, the young guys get a little bit, just a little bit better every week. I think, to me, that's that's the ingredient to success on defense. Yeah. Well, choice. let's let's. I like that choice. Yeah. Let's see them match up against. Thanks, a, Todd. You know, a deep receiving yeah. core, and you got them coming up. And yeah, that's, they'll be fine you know, with this game. They'll be fine with the next one. Let me know what happens in November and December. Yeah, that's why I say by that time, hopefully they're yeah. in full stride. Um, George in Madison, New Jersey, writes in, do you guys think that all the calls for Zappi to usurp Mac would be so loud if Mac were playing better? No. Well, I mean, I think that goes a little bit to what we were saying yesterday. I mean, I do think that Mac was catching some flack, you know, before he got hurt. Like, you right. know, I mean, there were there were certainly people saying, oh, he hasn't made the year two jump. I mean, if Mac had been lighting it up until now, we'd be just, you know, begging for him to get back. Mac is clearly farther along than Zappi and the better quarterback overall, but is Mac going to be the kind of quarterback that will get you out of a 2-3 and three TD hole against a Mahomes or Allen? I know it's early, but my gut tells me he's not going to get there. I know quarterbacks, although I never played football, I lived one floor below Eli Manning in Hoboken for two years. <laughs> oh, boy. It's actually true. And once rode in the elevator with Peyton, who I didn't recognize, so this clearly makes me an expert. <laughs> you don't recognize Peyton. Um, um, Hoboken, Freddie, isn't that uh, Arthur's? Yes, yes, it is Arthur's. Have you ever gone to Arthur's in Hoboken? 
great place. Is it what is it? It was a steak steakhouse. Place. Also, Steaks. but yeah. not recognizing Peyton. Like I know, that's I can't imagine you're much of a football fan. I wonder you know, how right? long ago this like, was. He's, he's pretty recognizable. Yes, right? unless he had like some woolen hat right. over his oh, forehead. Oh, that could be too. Maybe yeah. he like if he had on sunglasses incognito. and a hat and like a hood, I mean, like his hood up or something. Sure, but like. Well, I mean, we were at the hall. We saw Boomer Size in there. We knew who it was, right? That's true. Thanks. Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Boomer Size? I don't know. Paul. Paul Pearl. No, it's it's a, an inside it's joke. My five foot nothing sorry. fat yeah. guy. Those who know, know. Um, let's see. Um, lots of emails about whether or not. Uh, we I would agree, by the way, about Mac Jones. Like, yeah. just to, we should probably talk about the guy's email. You oh. took the time to read it. Yeah. Well, I thought I okay. Go I, ahead. I don't have a lot of faith Discuss. in the Patriots' offense coming back from you know multiple score deficits, and I think that you know that that's a problem for Mac Jones. Do you think that their their acknowledgement of pushing the ball down the field is a way to try to get to that point. Yep. You know, like it seems this like that's what I they're like, trying to get to. You know, I saw them win the game that they won Sunday a million times, you know, 12, yeah. really. Yep. Um, but I haven't seen them win another way. I think what the Patriots coaching staff did throughout the offseason, I think, makes a lot of sense. A lot of people have given them a lot of crap for it. I think that they needed to find ways – to get some chunk plays and and have the ability to score quicker. So when you're in a different kind of game, you're not spending eight and a half minutes getting the one score of the two-score deficit, which is what they did in those games that they never had a chance in last year. And they needed to show a willingness to do it because, again, if they were easy to defend last year, the way to combat that is to be, you know, do different things so that teams don't know what you're going to do on every down. You know, sure. become a little less easy to defend. Yeah. And you have to, show, even if it's not successful, show the willingness to go deep once in a while. You yeah. know, and now with Thornton back, maybe you can actually be successful doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the speed that the drafted, I mean, you look up and down the draft, everybody can run. I mean, from Cole Strange through Marcus Jones and, you know, I mean, all those guys are fast. Pierre Strong. Um, I guess now it's just a question of can you get Mac back and translate it? And I think. Right. For me, like, that's where I'm kind of stuck. Like, there's so much analysis going on of the offense and, you know, the, the Patricia thing and all that. But, like, they play two games with their backups. Like, it's hard for me to really look at these last two games and be like, this is what they are. This, to me, is like two lifeboat games where you're just trying to get the win and not beat yourself. Right. And so it's hard to really judge where they Gosh. are over the last two weeks, you know. So once you get Mac back, then you can start pressing that issue more and see what they really are. But until he does, I think that they're still in that lifeboat mode. I, I really wonder what Mac's mindset is right now. Someone asked about that. Like, where is he mentally dealing with the injury and also, I guess you could say, the zappy fever situation? And they're like, that's a question for Mac. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it's a question for Mac. Like, how are you going to ask Joe Judge how he's doing right. mentally? Like, he, he's not in his mind. Like, like so Imagine when he, when he does come like, back, yeah, very, is, is, he, is he yeah, pressing? Like, what? You know, when he, when he does come back, does he press? And does that hurt him? Or mm -hmm. does he use this as motivation, and does it make him get better? I know? Just, I, for me, it's clean up the mistakes. I think Mac was playing okay. I yeah. just think he needs to clean up the mistakes. And I, when we talked about him going out and getting the, the perspective from watching a couple games, like I, I just hope he gets back to that, that you know, not throwing terrible interceptions. I mean, I, their interceptions are going to happen, Zappy have, but you know, it's the ones where it's right to the guy. Yep. And, and there's been ones that have been dropped and it was consistent and I think that's the biggest thing that he needs to clean up 
to get back here and you know get on track and get rid of this zappy stuff but in terms of his mindset i mean based on what i've seen of that guy i think he wants to get back asap i think well i i'm, I'm pretty sure of that i i mean i and i i mean i i think he understands the nfl and that you know you you can lose your job anyway it doesn't matter if it's injury or whatever um you know regardless of how much of the zappy stuff is kind of overblown i still think he hears that and he wants to push things to get back, maybe even before he should. That, that's where I think he's. Well, I mean, you hope f- he's taking that personally. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. I mean, you know, I'm, Michael Jordan. I'm, I'm, take I took that. Yeah. <laughs> <I took that. laughs> How took dare that you play marginally well? <laughs> Wait, Paul. What, what was the thing that you taught me on Sunday? Hands up or palms, palms up? up. Oh, palms yeah. up. What are we doing? Palms up. You got to. You have to kind of juggle. That's in youth sports. That's a. That's a deucism. The juggle. What are we Palms up. Well, the youth sports coaches are always. We're a palms down team, not a palms up team. <laughs> oh yeah, like settle down. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. Not. What are we doing? Are we? <laughs> You're juggling. Yeah. Um, I also will say. Yes. I do want. Mac Jones when he's back out there to kind of limit the turnovers, but I also say I kind of feel like the offensive line is playing better now than they were. Yeah, that's what we were talking at about at the beginning yesterday. of the season. So I'm thinking a mixture with a better offensive line, maybe that'll help him out. I, I, pressure. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. Maybe watching from above and says, "Hey, these guys aren't so bad." I think bring can, bringing Cannon in has yeah. kind of settled things, using him as the extra person, the eligible person. You know. Um, that's helped. I think Stevenson has gotten better every week uh, with blitz pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think you're right. I, and Cole Strange, yeah. you would imagine every game he's gotten better. I think they've gotten better, yeah. and so I think that when Mac Jones is available and ready to come back, that I'm hoping that that could help him out too. Yeah. Do you think there's anything we've we've been talking a lot about? Oh, we got to stop stack the box and stop you know Chubb and Hunt. I mean, do you think there's anything to be said talking about things that have developed since Mac has been out? Stevenson, great game last week, continues to ascend. Do you get to a point where you feel like, hey, Stevenson might require a little box attention from the defense, oh, you know, yeah. and and maybe that can help downfield if they get you know less coverage heavy Absolutely. stuff, especially downfield. I mean, I wonder maybe too, play action means something now. You know, does yeah. does does this game? And I, everybody's talking about Zappy Mac. I feel like I'm going to Harrison and Stevenson, but you know, does Harris's injury at this point and Stevenson Stevenson's kind of ascension a little bit? Does that change the roles at all? I mean, it still seemed like kind of Harris was the lead guy. Yep. You know, does 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 Stevenson take that over? Does he become kind of the lead guy? I mean, I think they're great together, but I just think if Stevenson brings this threat of, oh, you know, we have to consider this. Well, I think they're you know when we're stacking once the Harris is healthy, like, do you have to change it up? It's working the way they do it. Mm-hmm. You know, put Harris in to start. You know, and you know mix in. Stevenson, and as things start to roll, you figure out, you know, what style's working best. You know, I don't, I see no reason to really change that up as long as Harris is healthy. I also like someone asked Bill this. I can't remember if it was after the game or um, the next day, but someone asked, "Has Ramondre proved that he can be an every down, every down back?" And he said, "There's no question about oh, that." Of course, and no, I'm like, absolutely. All right. Yeah. So. I think he's raved about him a ton, and if they do need to lean on him heavily while Harris is gone, like that's great. But I do agree that why not use both of them? Why not use both? Yeah. Um, Bama Boom writes in uh, <laughs> first time emailer. Found your podcast after the Bucks game and love the show. My question is: Do you think people are overlooking the Browns matchup? I think this is a serious Deuces. test I for am. the team and could see a really close game this Sunday. Well, you know, o- definitely yeah. uh, Deuce is overlooking yeah, it. I am. Yeah. I definitely am. Well, He's I'm not trying to set them up to fail. No, no, I would never do that. That's what Mike is doing. No, no. I just I just think they're going to win this game. I mean, 
last week, uh, the Lions team was pretty good. I, I think this Patriots team will come together, and I think they've found something. Also, I haven't watched a ton of the Cleveland Browns, but I feel like the fact that the games that they've lost have been by a total of six points, it's like they could be undefeated right now, which is I did not – predict that especially considering what's going on in their quarterback room I was like oh well, they're not gonna win a game um but to see they could could be five and oh right now it's like yeah. it, it is a little shocking based yeah. on on their season I don't know how you could feel great yeah. about saying that this one would be easy yeah. right it, it, mm-hmm. it, it every one of their games basically has gone down to the last possession yep and and the one that was a two score game involved a touchdown on the on the last play of the game mm-hmm that you know the Pittsburgh Thursday nighter there was a fumble lateral play that that game was 23-17 I think until that play so all the other games if they miss a field goal opening day they lose if they make a field goal last week against the Chargers they win that's how every one of their games has been Mm -hmm. yeah but Deuce thinks it's in the the bag all right the Panthers they just fired their coach Jets week two with Joe Flacco Steelers are on their next quarterback the Falcons Falcons and the Chargers without most of their stars and Justin okay. Herbert's playing with ribs. So fair enough. Some context. We talk about everybody. Oh, are we going to do this? Right. So now, now we're going to say Pittsburgh and Detroit. Right. Two wins combined. Right. Like that's what we're doing. Well, they've all been close, but I just think the Patriots. Oh no, are no, no, no. The right Patriots now. games haven't all been close. Those no. are their wins. <laughs> Pittsburgh and Detroit. Well, Miami. They got blasted against Miami, and they got blasted against Baltimore Miami. in the fourth quarter. The best, one of the probably the best team in the conference. Okay, but you lost. So, so why we have all this like confidence that it's going to be a blowout? I agree with you. I, I, I think, think every one of Cleveland's games has gone down to the last play. I think the Patriots will beat them by ten points. I hope you're right. I don't think it's a blowout, but well, okay. ten points in the NFL is a blowout. Well, all right, then they'll blow them out. <laughs> I mean, there's one spread this week that's more than ten points. One, yeah, out well, of the fourteen games. Well, nobody hates Jacoby Brissett more than you, Paul. So I think he stinks, <laughs> but. <laughs> to Fred's point, all they do is run the ball and they find a way to score points. It's one of those rare teams that finds a way to get in the mid mid to high twenties without throwing the ball. Yeah. And matching up with us, like, I mean, their I think their success is a credit to their running backs, also like a really great offensive line, and just our defensive line has not really blown me away this year. That's I, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I think I think. You're right overall, but I think they're getting better week by week as well. But where do you judge that? I'd love to see Lawrence Guy back. I think that would really help. But, like, last week they had a shutout. Their defense was outstanding. I just watched the game, Paul. Last week they were outstanding. I can't say enough good things about the defense last week. Yeah. The previous two weeks were not improvements. I just watched the game. Right. So I'm asking you Uh, what you're judging it on. Just what I see. So what was the improvement that you saw? That's what I'm asking. I I just see guys guys aren't out of position. I, I, I think. I think when were they out of position they're, they're in the playing, Miami game? They're playing much more solid defense overall. But based on, like, this is what I'm saying. You're My saying, eyes. But you're saying they're improving. My eyes. They're improving based <laughs> off of what? That's what I'm asking. My eyes. Well, from what I see. From the Miami game to the, to the Baltimore game? Yes. Yeah, you told from, me that against Miami they were great defensively. I, well, not against Then they the gave run. up 37 two weeks I, I later. Said, Was that I, an improvement? I said they did a great job minimizing the yards after right. catch by guys like right. Waddle and, and then Hill. two weeks later th- they gave up 37 to th- Baltimore. I thought they did a good job in that game doing that. Right, but then you said they've improved. The, uh, the, so two weeks later they gave up 37. Was that an improvement over Miami? I, 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 what was the running uh, totals in that game? Against Baltimore? Yeah. They gave up 200 yards. Yeah. but it was, Then they gave up another 200 yards the next week against Green Bay. Yeah, th- 
but you have to look at it in context. It wasn't. Okay, so they didn't improve. I, I think they are. I okay. think they are Last improving. Last week, absolutely. They're not, they're not getting gashed the way yeah, they, they were. She went out to go to practice. Yeah. They, they're getting. Last week, they did not get gashed. I will agree with you. No. They, they, I think last week was a tremendous defensive effort. They did not get gashed in the running game. They gave Goff absolutely nothing. They were dominant. Yeah. I, but I, the previous two weeks, that wasn't the case. I can just tell you that I'm, I'm seeing guys playing better. Guys playing better. Last week. You know, I agree. No, every week. It's incre- I just don't understand how you can say that based it's, on it's, those two other it's games. It's not always just based on the numbers, Paul. It's not No, it's based on the performance. Yeah. But this is what I'm asking you. What yeah. What did you see? I'm, I'm s- asking you what did you see besides, like, guys lining up right? I'm, I'm, I'm seeing guys making plays, not getting pushed around like they were, you know, earlier. So I, I, I'm telling you, they're getting better. Where's my, where's yeah. my one? Godshaw's, you know, I w- like I said, I wish a uh, guy was in there, but I think Godshaw's playing well. I think, you know, the problem before was linebackers weren't really helping out. They weren't filling in behind. That's starting to get better. Last I th- week, I would agree. You know, I, I think can't argue with that's that. starting to get better. But I think the guys up front, you know, Deuce's guys on the line are playing pretty well. Last week, yeah. outstanding. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I just don't agree on the Baltimore and Green Bay games. Yeah. I don't think they played well defensively in those well, games. I know. I mean, and, and you're right. I mean, I, with Baltimore, though, I just I, – they got Lamar. I, I mean, I, that's why I like this. It's well, that's like the other thing. Take out Lamar's numbers and, I mean, you, know, you it can't. Was but still pretty, I know you, it was still I, really bad. I know you Go can't. ahead and take them out. I know you can't take out the numbers, but, you know, that's tough. It's unique. It's hard yeah. to judge the whole defense off of Lamar. Right. He, Lamar's a lot of people so like – I, and this is kind of what my point is. Like, and this is the, the only reason why, like, I kind of snipped at, at Mike, who was downplaying Cleveland's adequacity. <laughs> we, we can sit there and tell you everybody's, you know, oh, it was Joe Flacco against the Jets. Yeah, they stink. And when you have played somebody who doesn't stink, you've looked bad. Right? Like, it was Lamar Jackson. Okay, I'll make sure that we don't play any good quarterbacks that can make plays. Yeah. So the defense can pitch shutouts. MVP quarterback. Like this week is going. <laughs> this is right. Exactly. He's good. You couldn't match up. That's fine. I don't think the this Browns probably are good. Gonna I think be the Browns a, are there's probably going to be a time when you're going to face other quarterbacks who are good. And I hope by then, sure. they're, but not they're, Lamar Jackson. They're making strides. And oh, they you get don't better. think you'll face a quarterback as good as Lamar Jackson? Well, not that style. I mean, I think I, I think I'd feel I think you'll face Aaron Josh Rogers. Allen, who is a hundred times better than Josh Allen. Well, that's a whole other Lamar Jackson. But Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they did all right. That's another MVP they quarterback. They did do all right. This is my point. That team scored they way right. more points than they normally score. They did all right. Okay. I mean, we could just say I mean, they, they did okay. It. I mean, he made some throws, but, I mean, that's, yeah. that's another See, MVP Aaron guy. Rodgers did not make any. He did I thought not, it was the run game. It, Yes, they don't. But it was not, had nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. Right, so I know, but, but what Deuce is saying, Aaron Rodgers. Are we talking about defense or just like Jack Jones? No, but Aaron Rodgers didn't beat them. They did a good job against Aaron Rodgers. Right, and now, why do you think that they gave up so many yards rushing? Because they were focused on stopping Aaron Rodgers. Exactly, and you don't have to worry about that against some other they teams ch- who can't do anything th- to beat you. That Aaron was a, also like was last week. That was a, a choice that they made in that game. That was the game plan. We're gonna we're gonna sacrifice rushing yards and make sure that we don't let Aaron Rodgers. Just don't beat tell us. me that allowing a team that averages 16 points a game, 27 is good defense. That's all I ask. Well. In, in That's overtime. all I'm asking. It's really only 24. Yeah, and if it, not for a drop touchdown pass with two minutes left, it would have been 31. Yeah. 
right? You don't think they have other drops the, in the, other they games? They didn't do anything to stop that play, correct? Yeah. I think the Patriots yes or get, no. I think the defense is getting better every week. I really okay. do. Well, all right. I, I understand that you believe it. I'm just asking you to explain why. From what I see, just like guys making okay, plays. I can just use the force too. Guys and just like make stuff up. Guys it's making from what plays. I see. It's I, what I, I what see, I sense. I see Duggar getting better every every week. Last I, week I saw a defense that played in an entirely different way than they did the previous two games, and they completely snuffed out what I think is a really good offense. I would give that as a Mike argument against me and say, I think the Lions are pretty good on offense and they made them look pretty bad. Yeah. Well, that to me is an improvement defensively. And I yeah. think I think in week one they couldn't have done that. I think they've been getting oh. better every week. Okay. Well you know? they couldn't have done and it I, in week I, and they, I think you know when they couldn't have done it? In and, week three or four and, either. And I think part of it is like I said earlier, Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo understanding, okay, who are who who do we have on this? You know defense? what you do when you what don't can, really have anything tangible? You go on you go on things that are completely subjective. I, I think it's Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo well, understand. Yeah. I can't so argue I can't argue with that. See, Paul, Paul, I can't argue I can't argue with Paul that because I have of, no idea. Paul makes fun of all the stats geeks unless I'm he not wants making to use fun the stats. of. I'm not making. I, I didn't, I'm not giving you any stats. I'm giving you performance. That's what. It's the what, other team moved the ball at will and scored points. At, that's all. At, that's not a stat. You think Green Bay you moved the ball at will it, from the second half on? Yes. Okay, but not the first half. No, right? they got off to a slow start offensively in the first half. <laughs> Why? <laughs> The Patriots' defense played well in the first half. There I said, go back and listen to the post game. And last show. week they put a game together where both halves they played. So they're getting better. They're getting better. Yeah, but you told me they got better in the Green Bay game. I think they were better in Green Bay than they were the week before. Right? Yes, we're, they oh, were. So they're getting better. They were, but they weren't better than they were against Pittsburgh. Well, Pittsburgh stinks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do take some things into consideration. Who I, think they were better than, yeah. oh, I think they were better against Green Bay than they were against Baltimore. I do. Okay. I do. Evidence of getting better? In the, I think they were better from Green Bay to Baltimore. Yeah. I don't think that the Baltimore and Green Bay games so were did better. They, get, so they weren't better in the Baltimore or Green Bay game close. than they were against You're Miami. Or, did, did they get better after Baltimore? And that, after Baltimore, yes. I'd have to and say. And then from, they got better after that game. Right. But so they, they're getting better. But they got, I don't know. But, but they got worse <laughs> Point from Miami <laughs> and Pittsburgh to Baltimore and Green Bay. They got worse in those two games from the first two games. Then they bounced back and got better. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm sticking to my guns. I think this defense is getting better. I think the coaches are understanding who they are. I think they're putting him in the positions. You know, this guy does this well. He doesn't do that well. Let's not put him in that position anymore. They're finding out what works uh, for the personnel that they have week by week, and I think, I think it's getting better. And by the time they play okay. Josh Allen. Maybe, 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 maybe they'll be able to put up a fight. Hopefully, okay. maybe, yeah. maybe though. <laughs> I won't. I'll, I'll stop hijacking uh, the show. No, it's. I think it's good for the video, right? We need. We need a little. Yeah. We need a little. A little drama. A little fireworks. No, going it's on, it's right? fine. You know, yeah. It's you know. Yeah. I still haven't found out why, but I'll let it go. Well, I. I mean, I just don't rely on numbers. I look okay, at actually but you, what but I'm you watching. You keep telling me you think the coaches are putting guys in positions to I, like. How about an example? I don't need a stat. I remember last, How about an example? I remember last year, guys were just, like, out of position. Like, just, you know, big running plays. Uh, again, how about an example? I, I Like, I don't have, like, it in front of me. I just, like you said, I, I look at the whole game, and I just remember guys with their backs to the play because they're guessing wrong or they're, you know, and just being Kind of like Jawan Bentley shooting a gap and having the ball go by him. Yeah, that that that's... Right? 
That's Deuce. an example. Deuce. Who Denver? used that as an example <laughs> That's of something a, you didn't like? Well, that would be you. Play. Okay, yeah. so then I can use an example of Duggar, you know, shedding three blockers to make a tackle for loss. Right, but is that coaching? He's in the right position. He's, he's there to make the play. You know, he smell he, okay. like he's being All coached right. up. He's like, this is what's happening here, you know, okay. reading the play and recognizing it and reacting. Okay. I think there's something to coaching there, but also putting the right guys in the right position to make plays. You know, I, you know, you can't say Duggar's not improving. I think Duggar's a good player. Yeah. yeah. I didn't say anything about Duggar. But he's, Judon is playing well. You know, I think, you know, he's defensive player of the week this week, you know. First time this year. He's getting better. <laughs> you know? You're right. I, I'm with you, Fred. I mean, I think... There's, I think, a, there's I think, a surprise. I think to Mike Paul's, takes Fred's side. I think to Paul's point, there have been up and downs with a lot of elements. Like, but not, overall, I think trending the 85 up. Bears. And that's, and I, that's what I, you would expect. Listen, I said I, this I mean, yesterday. unless it's a perfect game, I think it, 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 it's no I, good. I think Sunday was outstanding. I don't know how many different times I can tell you how impressed I was with the defense on Sunday. I spent my whole hour with Felger and Maz telling All them. All I said is I think they're getting better, and you're saying, no, they're not. Because they, they got better Sunday, Fred. Like this like incremental improvement that you're talking about, I disagree with. I'm sorry that I don't see it the same way okay. as you do. I'm sorry I don't understand what the defensive game plan is because I don't know enough about that to, to credit the coaches for putting guys in positions to hide their weaknesses. I don't know what they. I, I don't know anything that they've done I to do that, that. I believe every game they go in with a game plan. No, I, I do too. I just don't know what it is. And when it and works, you, and you obviously do. You know, so I can't argue with you. You're, you're talking about something completely subjective that I can't. Quanta, I don't understand it. So you know more about it than I do. What do you want me to tell you? Okay. I mean that's fair. I, I mean yeah. I can't I can't argue, I can't uh, make fair. it any, I, any know, I, I can't argue that. with that. Yeah. When you started talking about Belichick and Mayo putting guys in positions more effectively than they did last year, I can't argue with you. I can't tell I, you. I'm you're not wrong. even talking about. I last can't tell year. you you're wrong. I'm, I'm I have about, no idea. I'm talking about as the season goes. Right. I can't and I can't argue with that because I don't have anything tangible to to point to. I asked for some examples. You didn't have any. I, we'll move on. I mean, I can go and list all the good plays this year. Is that what you want? No, but, like, is a good play – like, Matthew Judon stripped Jared Goff. Is that because of, like, Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick putting him in a position to succeed? No, or but – Or he made a great play. But they're not putting Judon in in every play. You know, like, he's what he's doing, like, what, 60% of the snaps or in something like that? In that game he did, yeah. You know, so there's some thinking behind that. Okay, so that's why I said I thought the defense was better Sunday. Okay, but there's some thinking but behind that. But there was no that. real evidence of these things that you're talking about going on in the previous two games. I think there is. It, it did, they didn't win. They, you know, they didn't shut down a team like they did on Sunday. But I think there is evidence of guys figuring it out and getting better. I really do. Well, Paul, how do you feel about them carrying that performance over into next week, though? I mean, that's not I think great. That's the heart of it. That not you don't great. feel like they're going to maintain. I went down. I fell for the banana in the tailpipe last year. I, I think it'll be fine this week because you're playing another team that can't do that. Do but what? eventually, you're going to see good quarterbacks when you have to worry about both things, and then I worry. Yeah, and like I said, by then, hopefully, like I don't think there's any chance they could stop Buffalo. Zero. Mm -hmm. Fred obviously has hope that they'll be better by then. Right, right now. I don't. Right now, there's no way they would beat Buffalo. And maybe by then, 
they haven't improved enough. Even by then, they'll be barring a rash of injuries. They ain't slowing Buffalo down. No, and, and that's and that I look more to the offensive side, not to change the subject, but like, well, they can't. Keep for me, up. that's like you, you're not going to stop. You're and not going to. You got to score I'm 30. About. I'm not I, like I know I come off as being you know ridiculously no, stubborn and well, you and don't just snarky. come off that way. I, I'm not trying to do that. I, mean, I thought they played <laughs> you're great. You're not trying. I thought they played great on natural. Sunday. You think they played like they did on Sunday every game? No. That, that's where we disagree. Did I ever say that? They're, did I did I say they're that? improving? There was nothing. Did I did I say that they play the same way uh, Sunday as the rest of the season? Did I ever say that? I'm pleading the fifth. Did I? They're, you said they were improving every week. Yeah. yeah. Does that's, that that's mean the that only they thing I disagreed with? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I think people are enjoying this though. Getting a little comments. Here. Yeah. Uh, there we go. We got a nice. We got a nice. Uh, a nice little illustration there. The next big thing on YouTube. <laughs> Somebody else is crazy enough to have us on their big screen right now, too. So um, That is crazy. Talk about 4K. <laughs> Oof. Um, all right. Let's go to back to the phones. People holding on. Dwayne's in Boston. What's uh, oh, Dwayne. Dwayne just hung up. Uh, let's go to Leon in Wisconsin. What's up, Leon? I don't know if you guys touched on this already, but with Damian Harris out, um, who are we going to compliment Ramondre Stevenson in the backfield? Are we going to possibly elevate Pierre Strong, J.J. Taylor, or do something like we did in 2015 to bring someone like Steven Jackson in to the running oh. back room? No. Oh. I think they'll go with what they've got. And, you know, all the guys you just mentioned are candidates, and probably J.J. Taylor because of his experience, but wouldn't surprise me to see Pierre Strong activated as well, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean – yeah, I definitely feel like this would be the perfect situation if we had James White still. It would be, it would be pretty solid there as well. But with Ty Montgomery out as well, that kind of hurts. Yes, it does. Yeah. We all thought he be, might be a factor this year. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. There's still time. Thanks, Leon. All right, we're going to go to a break because Evan's back from practice, um, and we'll get him that after this. But before we go, I want to tell you that Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through December 10th at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you and get those Bridgestone tires on sale. Ten, uh, you only have till December 10th, though. Better hurry. So you better hurry. All right, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, Evan is back from practice. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms were set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. 
Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zell? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking.
You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms were set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS, only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. 
Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. And now, great moments in history. The people that I had to listen to, he's a system quarterback. It's all dink and dunk. He's an average. Uh, right. you know, those people are out there. Have that, been that, disproven. Uh, you know, yeah. th- those people, y- yes, they've gone quiet. That was disproven <laughs> when, he, when he led the league in touchdown no, passes. We no know two. that, but there's yeah. still people out there But there were people that, that, that would come but, after you the but, whole, uh, into 2015, 2016. Oh, that was what you had all the whole time. He is really yeah. the, he's, he really is. He's the he's, wall. He's those people. He's on the wall. Oh, I'm not, I, I don't care <laughs> about the wall. He's on the wall. I don't care about the wall. I just like watching football. Like in 2015 and 2016, there wasn't a lot of people saying that he's not that good. He's just a game manager. Oh, you'd be like surprised. that had gone away. You'd be surprised. I, I really think. Well, I mean, especially in your echo in chamber. I can imagine. Yeah, I'm not surprised yeah. that you heard yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I just, don't, I just don't think that was very prevalent. Yeah. I think there was like you know Max Kellermans and you know Eric Scalavinos. <laughs> I, I think that a lot of the game manager dink and dunk things went away for good in 07. Yeah, oh. Yes. When he yes. set all the records. Right. He cho- he showed you, I can do it your way. Give me right. the and I can do it my right. way. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter. I can do it right. whatever Absolutely. way I want. Absolutely. It's the same argument I used when I get into it on, on social media. But <laughs> Yeah, but look what now. Walker and Branch. But I got to give him credit, though. Deuce, he finds them. Yeah. And now he hates them. That's another great moment from... Hey, Patriots fans, I'm here to tell you about NFL All Day. With NFL All Day, all your favorite Patriots highlights become digital video collectibles called Moments. Not only can you buy and sell them on a secure marketplace full of thousands of NFL fans, you can also use them to compete in epic game day challenges. Check it out and find some moments from all your favorite Patriots players on NFLAllDay.com. Well, it's that time Evan is back from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Evan has returned from practice. Yeah, Evan has returned from practice. What was the Catchy jingle. It really in the is. video feed, we're all just bothered. yeah, <laughs> and looking at our phones. So Evan, <laughs> give us the four one one. 
another day and another day of perfect attendance on the 53-man roster for the Patriots. Everybody practiced in some capacity yesterday. Even Damian Harris was listed as limited. Mac Jones limited again yesterday. Looks like he's doing the same things or similar things out there today. Knee brace on, uh, flip card on this. Show. I don't flappy. Even flappy. Is it flapping around? Yeah, flapping around. Yes. So, uh, you know, no um, no lower pads today, uh, just shells and shorts or sweats or whatever they feel like wearing so okay perfect attendance on the 53-man roster little jordan humphrey is back in the building not sure he ever really left he had a locker in the locker room yesterday and he was back out there at practice today kicker tristan viscaino missing from the practice squad so if you add it up connect the dots it sounds like viscaino has lost his spot on the practice squad and little jordan humphrey has taken the spot okay sorry yeah tristan. no backup kicker Oh, okay, folks, have been great. And uh, overcast today out there. Overcast, not raining yet, but they are projecting rain later <laughs> on in practice. And my understanding is that the team will be staying out there for practice in the rain if it does indeed rain. So unlike last week when we went inside the bubble, no, no bubble in the rain today. Yeah. So. Was there a large media contingency or? It was good media contingency. I think a lot of people are coming for this quarterback thing. For the you ankle. Know, they, they, they need that shot of the ankle. They just want what we're watching right now on uh, NBC Sports Boston, Mac Jones throwing the football to some equipment manager or something like that, not to pick on the guy catching the ball, just saying, you know, it's not to a receiver and it's against air, but this is enough for people right oh, now. Oh, yeah. So when you combine the media being interested in what Mac's going to do and – you know, the overcast weather and shells, what would you say the mood is? <laughs> I would say the mood is a little bit shoulder pads. Antsy. Is that from today? Antsy, okay. Antsy because I think that this quarterback I keep calling it a thing because I can't really think of, I don't want to call it a controversy because I think that's going way too far. So let's call it a thing. I think that some people, you know, last night, just a little inside baseball, we waited quite a while for Mr. Zappi to come to the podium after locker room closed. And I, I think there are some feelings out there that are, you know, let, let's see what happens here. Well, let's, let's get to Sunday see, and see who's going to play. You, know, you always wonder, like, what's the message that Belichick is giving the team from week to week? And we know that after the 29 nothing win, you know, he was in pretty good mood, you know, after the game on Monday, even, you know, yesterday, um, he was in pretty good mood. But I'm sure he's trying to level set his team, making sure that nothing in that game, you know, uh, gets carried over in terms of cockiness. You know, so I'm sure that he's making sure that this is, you know, we're still not that good. Yeah. We still have a long way to go. Well, it's a new kind of team, yeah. too. I think he's got to push the right buttons. But I just yeah. – observation real quick as we're showing – some of the practice, and of course, they go right away from it. But it seemed to me like Mac had his shoulder pads on. The other two guys just had kind of shells underneath. I, I mean, I don't know if that's that seems like a weird Mac thing to me. Like it's something he would do where he's yeah. like, "No, I'm wearing my pads today." Yeah, um, maybe just I, I don't get know, the just memo. something, yeah. something, something that yeah. you know. I wonder too. You know, he hasn't played in a game in a couple of weeks, so how much has he been wearing the shoulder pads? So if he's trying to gear it back up, maybe yeah. throwing in the pads like Brady would always throw in the pads, right? Like even in the off season in his backyard, uh, you see the no TB12 <laughs> stuff, and he'd be in full shoulder pads because that's what you, you that's play a good, in. That's a good right? point. Yeah, you don't play in shells, so. I, I think it's significant. I mean, I think it says something about – I mean, things seem like they're definitely ramping up, and, and he's maybe making some strides to you know, make sure – Well, listen, if I'm, if I'm the coaches, 
I don't start Mac unless he can run around and avoid the rush. If he's limited anyway in that respect, yeah, I'm not I'm not playing him. But just, just have a little. That's just me. Like a little team game at tag, and like if he can't get away, then you know, you're out. If you can win tag yeah. right now, it's like old school. You know, don't yeah, don't wrench. All right. Any other anything else you want to add, Evan? Before yeah, we get to the I, calls, just on those lines, I hate to be a body language doctor, but just based off of his look, just how he's thrown the ball, how he's carried himself, it's different than what we saw last week. Does that mean anything? I have no idea. Well, I guess we'll find out on Sunday, but it's different in terms of like his focus, right? Like you can kind of see that Mac, that Mac eye back out there where he's kind of got. That, that confidence and that swagger back a little bit and isn't just kind of limping around out there and going through the motions. So I definitely think that he feels closer. And whether it's this week or next week or whatever, I, I guess will ultimately be a probably so, a Belichick decision. So Zappi talked yesterday, Yep, which means the, the quarterback, you know, um, the mandatory quarterback talk, you know, press conference is done. So, you know, they don't have to – Mac doesn't have to talk. Uh, this week and if he starts they could say well you know at the time Wednesday you know he wasn't ready but now he's ready and he's our starter yeah I mean limited I mean tomorrow's injury report is always an interesting moment if they're gonna rule yeah. anybody out I mean two weeks ago they did rule Mac out but I think last week he's doubtful yeah. um, so we'll see maybe he gets to questionable on Friday and then, yeah. and then he's got a chance it'll yeah. be a big week for the Saturday downgrade <laughs> oh yeah because it's travel if you know if you right don't, yeah Oh, no, you'll get the yeah, full, so first what, what people if people don't know, when you're the traveling team, if a player doesn't travel, you have to downgrade them to out that Saturday. You can't wait until the Sunday uh, report. You have to tell everybody that the player didn't travel and thus he's out. Yeah, we spoke to Zappi yesterday, like you said, and a couple of questions, you, you know, that the media is going to come right at him and be like, so you started on Sunday or what? And he was asked, you know, are you preparing to be the starter? You know, what's sort of the – the vibe. What are they kind of asking you to do at practice this week? And all he would say was taking advantage of the reps they're giving me and doing, trying to help the team however I can. <laughs> you know things like that. And I, I thought, and the good Lord willing, <laughs> right? A couple of weeks ago, I, I would say I, I think it was probably after Baltimore, after Max's original injury, he gave a more convincing answer of you know I always prepare to be the starter even when I'm not going to be the starter type of answer. This week it was just taking the reps they're giving me. So. I don't know. I, I think that there is a little bit going on there that Mac is trying to creep back in. Okay. Uh, I wish you were there to ask him what the mood was. That would have probably been – you could have gotten out of him. With, you know, probably. What was, Bailey, what was, what, the, what was mood? the mood? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked him uh, if Mac was taking reps at practice, and he's like, that's a question for Coach Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I'm not getting mm -mm. in trouble. Mm -mm. Yeah. All right. 855-PATS-500 is the A-Sticket Hotline. We'll take some more calls and emails uh, before pick start. Uh in a few moments, um, we'll start with Sean in Vancouver. What's up, Sean? Hey, Fred. I got a couple of things. One question for Evan. I really like your polo shirt. Uh, I'm looking on the thank you pro store. And I, I can't really figure out what, exactly which one it is, so I, I don't know if you is got that it an Antigua. It's a Tommy Bahama. Tommy Bahama. Wow, take the, that guy on social media who attacks print. your outfits <laughs> with the with the Pat Patriot logo. Yeah, wow. is a, a, a gift. Very you nice. look fantastic. I have to ask, who are you wearing? <laughs> yeah. Tommy B. Okay, there is a Tommy Bahama one on there, so I'll look at The other thing I want to talk about is moving Stevenson at running back. Uh, Stevenson, I think, gives the the Patriots a better look. When even though I like Harris, I think he's great, great, you know, power back and he hits the holes hard. It's just I think the Patriots are less predictable 
with Stevenson um, being the lead back because you can't really determine if they're going to be doing some play action or if they're they're going to be running or, or passing at that point uh, where you know you see Stevenson at times sometimes even run from the shotgun where Harris wouldn't do that. So I, I think for that reason you you find that maybe there's less pressure coming at uh, at Zappy because the blitz isn't as strong since they they're not defenses aren't really determining right at the look what's going to happen. What do you think? I don't know the amount of times that you know uh, you know Harris versus Stevenson out of the shotgun and there's an inside handoff or a draw or something like that. I don't know the numbers, but it doesn't seem like you know Stevenson right now is is a big threat to catch the ball yet. You know, not like James White was. Yeah, downfield. I mean, some yeah. little like slip out and you know check down kind of stuff. But yeah, he does. He, I've, he's lined up wide a couple times. All right. Maybe a few. Yeah. His splits are 57-43 pass right, in favor of the pass. So he's been on the field more for passing plays than running plays. Harris, that would not be the case right. with last year. Yeah. Harris was 60% run on the snaps that he played. So definitely more involved in the passing. He's definitely more involved on third down. He's already right. out-snapped Harris all last year on third down in yeah. the first five weeks of the season. So yeah. they're using Stevenson a lot more in passing game situations. I think the one time where, uh, other than screens, because he caught that screen last week against Detroit, made like three guys miss. It was a good play. <laughs> he had a... Uh, an angle route over the middle against Green Bay where it was a shoestring tackle. He was really close to, to breaking it. And I think that was probably yeah. the best route that I've seen him run, like shake a guy at the top of the route, get yourself open and, and get into a potential, you know, space opportunity. I'm, just got tackled. Well, you know, people have said it and I'm probably Bill would agree. He, he's definitely established himself as an every down back. He can be that. Well, yeah. it was a huge area yeah. of emphasis in the off season was Thanks, to, to make sure that they were, throwing with Harris and Stevenson on the field more than they did last year uh, to be less predictable. And I don't really – I mean, it's great if you can get those guys involved as receivers. I mean, obviously, you know, I guess especially a guy like Stevenson, you get him in space. That slant that Evan's talking yeah. about against Green Bay would look like it was a hair away yeah. from being a really big play. But I don't, I'm not as worried about them catching the ball as I am that they're throwing the ball when they're on the field. And I think they have done that more this year. Um, and the numbers for Stevenson obviously back then. Yeah. I mean, just even some of the early snaps, like in the second half, where they went, you know, 6 OL, they brought Cannon on, play action, you know, trying to hit guys. I mean, it's just, it seems like they're aware of it. I just am curious what it's going to look like now with, with Harris presumably out. Yeah. You know, how do they, how do they divvy up the roles we've been talking yeah, about? Yeah. I mean, you, you want Stevenson to be available in December. So, yeah, you have to think about that. You know, you don't want to give yeah, him I mean, 35 carries, you know, until Harris gets better you have to figure it out i mean it must be tempting <laughs> with the, with you know what you've seen well, from, from yeah. cleveland's run defense but i i mean that's that's why i'll be I'll, I'll be a little disappointed i mean no offense to jj taylor but you know just he drafted those two guys i would love to see one of those two rookies you know just get a chance get their feet wet i mean we've seen the success that some of the rookies have had getting their feet wet marcus jones as an example lately you know getting slowly involved a little bit would be great to get you know one of those guys just i mean even if it, like we said yesterday harris with the Early down stuff, just don't fumble, or else you might not see the ball again until next year. Yeah, it's a. I think it's funny though because the the predictability thing is always something that I hear, but their numbers are actually 
terrific <laughs> with Damian Harris, even as predictable as he was last year on the field because of play action, because teams are expecting run because he's 60% run. And then you hit him with the play action. And even though he's not catching the ball or really a big factor in the passing game, they were really efficient off of play action. So in some ways the tell can work in their favor because everybody's selling out against the run and then you hit them with the fake and all of a sudden it goes over their heads. But I hear people when they say that it's a little bit predictable, but I, I think there is a little bit of a method to the madness in the early down sequencing. Uh, Mike's in Puerto Rico. What's up, Mike? How are you doing? How's everybody doing today? Great. Good. Um, I, I have to agree. I see, uh, uh, Ramonde out there, and I don't know if anybody else does the same thing. Whenever I see him get the ball, the first thing that comes to mind is like, run, run, run. And, and the ability he just has to move around and, and just he seems a lot more aggressive and assertive when he's out there, um, just trying to get downfield and, and make the most out of it every single yard. And now you're starting to see hesitation from the, from the defensive players that are coming over to him. But in the the one thing that I wanted, and I'm, I'm glad uh, Evan is there, because I, I sense, um, I don't know, a tone that I can't really um, pin down when he says, I don't know what people, what people see out there uh, regarding Bailey versus Max. And as the more I see of Bailey and Paul and Evan may laugh at this, like the more I think there's something about the, the way the team operates, the way the – the, the offense looks. Is there something specific? Do, do we see practice every day? We don't. But there's just a feeling out there when he is playing that just feels a little bit more eff- efficient, a little bit more effective. Like things are, are going the way that they're supposed to. And there's not that sense of dread of that just don't make a mistake, just don't make a mistake. Whereas in the last couple of games for, for from Mac, I've, I've been looking at it and – you know, it's like, just don't, you know, just play safe. Just be smart. Just be smart. And I just don't feel my, I don't, I can't quantify it, but I just don't have those thoughts running through my head when I see Bailey out there. How did, how did you feel about and, Mac last year, though? I mean, have you, you've, just the last couple of games is what you have made you lost confidence in Mac and made you feel like you just want him to avoid mistakes? Um, I thought there was a, a lot of managing. Um, obviously, at the beginning of the uh, season, not letting him throw the ball long and stuff like that. And I don't know if, if McDaniel's or, or the team ever actually came out at any point in time and, and, and admitted it, that they were throttling him down, like just limiting his options. Uh, but then I, maybe he just got a little too, uh, too loose. I don't know. Maybe a little too confident with the offense or confident in his, in, in his abilities. But uh, it just started at the end of last year, it, even at the beginning of this year. Like, I just don't feel comfortable with him out there. Yeah. And I don't know if it might be the flappy wristband or well, the thing. <laughs> well, there I'm with you. <laughs> I just – how can but you say Thanks. that they managed the game Thanks, Mike. last year for Mac, and that's why he was less turnover prone, but then not say they're managing the game for Bailey. Right. Right. Deuce, it disappointed me. I think there was a chance that we could have got an Evan explosion. There. No, but I, I just, <laughs> but I, I, think, think, I think, I think we Max, Max mistakes this year are, uh, you know, a result of, you know, making, taking more chances, making more plays, making, yeah, yeah. trying to make more plays. Some you of know? them, I think some of them too are just, yeah, some, are, of them are are, bad. some of them are bad, They're, but, you know, but, but I the think, point stands yeah. trying to get it downfield. Yeah. I mean, I think that's something they had to do. I just want to see what's it look like with Thornton. The, fir- you know? the first pick in the Baltimore game was really bad. 
that was the one the linebacker was there, and I don't think he ever saw the line. Yeah, he threw it right to a linebacker. Yeah. Wasn't a great play design. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm just saying, you still got to – you can't just throw the ball no. when there's a guy standing there. You threw it totally right fair. to a guy in the other team. The other plays, I don't really look at as, like, wild interceptions the way a lot of other people – and now I feel like I'm turning into a Mac apologist, and I've well, never same. been that. Well, remember how the season started. <laughs> but you like, know, he throws the interception in the end zone. Right, it was you short. Know, it was a bad throw. And, it was and, underthrown. Right, and – the, the, that mindset for the fans carries over, you know, that mistake. And, oh, then he has another mistake, you know. But my, my bigger thing is not about Mac. It's about Zappy. And what, you know, and, and I know that the caller was directing it at Evan. And I don't, you know, he can speak okay. for himself. But, like, the whole notion that you keep saying, what are you seeing Yeah, from Zappy? And what I see is, like, a lack of production in, in, in general. So, like, I can't tell a guy how to feel. And the guy says he feels no dread, like no one pending doom. Because not him to do anything. I, 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 like, but, but part of that is. But that's fine. He felt dread when Mac was out there, and he did. He doesn't feel it when Zappy was, except for they scored points in the Baltimore game, and they really haven't scored any points on offense when when Zappy's played. I'm not blaming Zappy for that. He's a third string quarterback playing his first couple of games. They obviously have a very tight leash on him. But they're not really moving the ball and scoring points all that well. They're kicking some field goals here and there on short fields. That's about it. Against against Baltimore, I, I thought they played really well offensively. And, yes, they made some mistakes, which which cost them a chance to ultimately win the game. But I, I would take the plays they made in the Baltimore game over anything I've seen the last two games offensively. Easily. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jim in Connecticut. What's up, Jim? Hey, Fred, how you doing? Love the show. Thanks. Um, I just want to make a point quick about uh, Paul. He reminds me of me and my brother's relationship where we have knocked down. You should see my brother. And go out for a beer a few minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to make some points about the defense. About this year, uh, I thought the defense is okay. And during the Baltimore game, actually, um, you know, the defense didn't play great. But also, you know, we had some turnovers and stuff. But um, I thought the kind of – we played competitive to a really good team, and I thought that was good. But um, the only thing about that game that I think hurt us too is I think Duggar was out, and I think he would have helped a lot helping cover Mark, Mark Daniels, the tight end for uh, Baltimore. Can't hurt having him in. Andrews. Mark yeah. Daniels is tough. Yeah. Doesn't he cover the tight end yeah. like every game pretty much, mostly? Like, Yeah. Him and Phillips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I think he certainly would have helped with uh, Lamar Jackson's running because yeah. I think he's yeah. an excellent tackler. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gl- I'm glad the defense though has like a, starting to get a base of young players now like Barmore and Jones. But I, I think what we do can you guys all agree about, on that. What do you guys think about a? I'm not big on free agents, but what do you think about like a Roquan Smith to be uh, as a free agent? Because we're having a problem getting young linebackers, almost like a Stephon Gilmore. We pay too much too early, but then in time it's a better um, value later on. Yeah, I mean, I'd be all for it. I just, I wonder I how this is all gonna, how this is all gonna Thanks, play Jim. out into next year. With you know, what do they see this year out of Mac Wilson and McMillan and Tavai and all these guys are on one-year deals, so they're gonna have to rejigger this yeah. linebacker group somewhat. Well, I'm worried about week well. six. Yeah, me too. But Roquan's not really their type of linebacker. Just yeah. saying. I mean, he's why is that? Undersized. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. He's undersized. You know. He's a great player. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe the Mac Wilson signing or trade, it kind of signals that they're at least looking at a different 
prototype at linebacker, but they can't get Mac Wilson on the field because of his, you know, issues that they knew schematically they probably were going to have. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it's great player. I, I just don't know if paying that guy that kind of money when he doesn't really fit what you do yeah. is the best idea. And I, like, you know me, Fred, I'd never care about the money. I'm not sure how much money he, like, cause it is kind of a position that doesn't break the bank. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're looking at double digits at least. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you want a player, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, kind of like base. I mean, gave double digits to Nelson Aguilar. God's sakes. I mean, yeah. Uh, Williams and Philum. What's up, William? What's going on, Fred? How you doing? Good. Okay. Um, uh, just two questions. Uh, then I'm out your way. Uh, one is, um, can you give me a player that you would want on the team, though? I for whatever position, like a realistic, you know, if it's a trade, whatever, who you would want, though, just realistic. Think of it like you're being Bill Belichick. Like, who would you want on the team for trade this year, like before the deadline, or like, are you including like next year too? Yeah, you could say. Well, no, I'm. I'm gonna just stay. I'm gonna stick to this year. I ain't gonna say anything about so that. So something year. before the this deadline year. this year, right? God, that's a there's a lot of names out there. Yeah, uh, like a re. I'm I'm trying to think like realistically though. So there's a name that I threw out there yesterday on the on Catch Twenty Two. Check it out, two to three p.m. Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is well done right there on Carolina. Well, Interesting situation going on there. Derek Brown nose tackle hmm. on the Panthers. Former seventh overall pick, not living up to that billing because he's a nose tackle. And let's face it, he's not going to put up the stats that people want a seventh overall pick to put up. But he's got the two-gap nose tackle mold down to a T. Here, you're not looking for him to be a top 10 type of production guy. And I really think ultimately, I think Oddshaw's a good player no matter where you line him up. But I think ultimately, he's better off the nose than he is on the nose might be able to free him up and you got the 28th ranked run defense in the league by DVOA. You got another 330 pound guy in the middle of the defense. It's only going to help uh, with that problem. So if there's anybody on the Panthers roster that I, I think all the talk about wide receivers is ridiculous. They don't, they already have too many wide receivers. So why yeah, are you bringing and, Robbie Anderson in? And I don't think those guys would represent a demonstrative improvement. Right. And I like DJ more, but yeah. I don't like how much better is he than all the guys you have? Right. So yeah, I would look at Derek Brown. I know they also, really like to take those guys that they didn't have a chance to get in the draft. I'm sure that they had, love his former first round. Picks. I am sure they had Derek Brown graded out extremely highly coming out of Auburn. Just the t- way he plays. What year is he? He's in his fourth year now. Fourth year. Okay. So he has that. I think, fifth he was, year option. I think he was there when we went to the first combine. Yeah. I just got my first um, inkling. Like I, I listen, I know Carolina is probably going to be selling off a lot of pieces, but I'm not sure it makes a lot of sense to sell young pieces, but he might be well, the, far enough along yeah, that yeah. he could be available. What, I mean, what yeah. position would you go to, though? I mean, just looking at the Patriots roster, not even considering I, a specific Not player, necessarily wanting to bring up the Roquan Smith thing, but, like, I, I would love a, an athletic <laughs> inside linebacker. Um, so maybe Bentley's not playing as much. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I don't know how realistic. You know, like, I'm trying to, like, real like that's a realistic option that Evan gave there with De- Derek. But, like, that's – that's the kind of guy that I could see Bill being interested in. He loves former first-round picks that don't pan out because he can get more out of them. Um, and he would. Like, odd front nose tackle, that's Derek Brown's role. But Benley's tough because – It's Jonathan Sullivan's role, too. He, oh. he certainly has some limitations in coverage and, we, and in space. We all know that. But 
they need a linebacker, especially they're running a lot of this, you know, five, one front where there's really only one true inside linebacker off the ball. And they need somebody that can play the A and B gap and hold up. And if like hold up, I mean, at That's the point kind of, of what, attack, you know, not necessarily in, in line with the X's nose that you were just talking <laughs> about, but just that position, I think, I think that they rolled the dice and said, we don't need it in the draft. And most of the guys that I think they were looking at filling big roles have yet to really fill a big role. Tavai, Tavai, I think is, has been promising, you know, Um, you know, and maybe Raekwon McMillan's quiet start was, was more health related. And maybe he's, I mean, he made a play the other day. So maybe you get more out of those two guys, um, say in two weeks than you did in the previous three. It's just tough because if you're going to play this style of defense, this three, three, five that they're playing, you're leaving the guards uncovered on the line of scrimmage. And so if you have a 230-pound linebacker at the second level and they're pulling guards towards them, it's game over. So the only guy that they have – I mean, I think McMillan, he showed he had one or two plays last week where he was able to blow up a puller or a guy climbing to the second level and make a play. One of them, he shot the gap. So those are plays that maybe that he can start to emerge a little bit more because he has a little bit of a downhill thump to him as well. But if you're going to play this kind of system and you're going to put a 225 linebacker there at the second level, it's not going to work out. I mean, they need to have somebody there that can take on blocks. I know that frustrates some people. But, 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 I mean, is it too much to ask that they can take on blocks and make plays? Like, that's what I feel like. I feel like Bentley's great at taking on blocks, but he just doesn't get off. I mean, it'll make plays. You know, like, it's fine if you just – need a kamikaze to run into guards like you know but like at a certain point like where i'm getting to is like you know and i think that mcmillan play you talked about where it's like hey met a guy in the hole shed him made the tackle like why did that look so novel to me you know it doesn't happen enough you talk about what their rank lasted i mean i think they're 32nd in in stuffed runs so you know like they're not making plays behind the line of scrimmage at at, at the terrible rate so i don't know that's that's just i mean i i get everything you're saying about the style they're playing i just the frustrating thing for me is that linebackers don't they, make plays. And this is where I'm, I'll side with Fred. Like, the, their numbers are terrible in that, but I saw improvement in that area. Certainly. I mean, on that's, Sunday, and that's, to use your term, yep, Freddie. Yep. Like, I, I think they had, I don't know how many, but no, and that's, they had a I mean, number even on of the fourth downs that were fourth and ones and, and, you know, and stop for no gain. And, it's and just gains hard for loss. if you have, I think the point, I agree with you. You totally, Mike, that they don't make enough splash plays at the second level from the linebacker group. But the problem is, is that it's like, you know, a chicken or the egg situation because they need the 255 pound linebacker to plug the B and A gaps against the run because of the style of front that they're playing. But that those guys don't have playmaking. They don't have speed, right? They don't have the playmaking qualities that other guys have. So what I find interesting is they, they trade for a guy like Mac Wilson, for example, but they didn't change the front. Like they didn't change they're the just style. Asking him to deal with right. it. Right. They're just asking him to deal with it essentially. So that's the problem is like how many people are walking on this planet? that are 260 pounds that can also range sideline to sideline and also cover and also take on blocks like I think prime Jamie Collins is like a cyborg in that respect right that he was able to do all those things and he wasn't a great run player no No. because of yeah because of his his play recognition but those are the things that you know you can't have it one way or another and like a team's that have these lighter linebackers typically play out of a 4-3 so that they can get more guys to cover gaps on the line of scrimmage, and the Patriots are a 3-14. Yeah. All right, one more call, and then we'll get to the picks. Will's in the barber shop. What's up, Will? How you doing, guys? You getting a junior boys regular? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So I just have uh, two points I want to touch on today. Uh, one of them is uh, I really like what they did with the offensive line last week. I believe that they were stacking Isaiah Wynn and uh, Marcus Cannon on one side, and Cannon was reporting as eligible to help with the run. I thought that was really, uh, 
really awesome to help them, uh, you know, move the ball on the ground a lot more. Yep. Uh, and I think that uh, the second point I wanted to make was, uh, you know, to French point, every, like they're going through all the progressions early on. I think everybody's just losing their shirt over uh, Bailey Zappi, and I think they just need to pump the brakes a little bit. You know, I think Mac Jones is a much more capable quarterback at this point, and I just think that people have such recency bias against Mac Jones that they're just really uh, kind of blindfolded by uh, – you know, I know it's yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, that's why it's a good thing that we have people who know what they're looking at running the team and not the fans. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not kidding. I yeah. hear it all week in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Will. Appreciate you calling in. All right, it's that time of the week. Paul, what happened last week? All right, last week, Fred. Back from the dead. Fred! Well, listen. 12 <laughs> and 4. Don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Mike and Paul at 11 and 5, and Evan. Oh, no. 10 and 6. Oh, so a good week. Terrible. So a good week for everybody last week. Yeah. We're all solid. Winning record. With the spread, Mike and Paul, <laughs> 9, 6, and 1. Uh, Evan, 6, 9, and 1. Lord. And Fred. <laughs> Five, ten, and one. Oh, how does that? How did that happen? I'm nice. just. Well, how? It's well, not. It's not a good year. How do you? That that's got to be very rare when somebody wins the the straight up, but then is dead last in the. Yeah. Well, listen. For example, I, I picked the Patriots to not cover. As yeah. you know, I'm not a numbers guy, yeah. so yeah, I, yeah. I don't have it. Um, <laughs> so overall, the standings are as follows: Paul, no surprise, fifty twenty nine <laughs> and one. Ooh. Followed by Mike and Fred at 44, 35, and 1. Evan's 22 and 10. I'll take it. So uh, percentage-wise, he's doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, Alex is 30 and 18. Um, and Tamara was still week. only picked one week uh, at 7, 8, and 1. You, you, you stiffed me with the picks last I week. was really upset about it when the game started. I literally you was forgot. Like, it's okay. It's all right. It's you all can right. always write them down, and he can fill well, it in. Well, when, when I'm not does. on the show on Thursdays, I she send sends them to okay. She sends me on the Slack. And about eight days later, I find them. I'm just I don't kidding. have your phone number I, to text I, I see, you. <laughs> I see them. Um, with the spread, again, no surprise. Paul, 46-32-2, followed by Mike, who has found his way to the 500 mark. Congrats to you, Mike, 39-39-2. Evan is also at the 500 mark at 15-15-2. Alex is 22-25-2. And, and Fred, 29 49 Ooh. and 2. Wow. That was like me last year. Epic bad. Epic Turn it around. Bad. Turn it around. All right. The, the, the against the spread comeback starts this week. And tonight, tonight. 8.15 on Prime Video, it's the Commanders at 1 and 4, traveling to the 2 and 8, uh, 2 and 3, 2 and 8, 2 and 3 Chicago Bears. Um, Chicago by 1. And a game that ought to set the league back decades. Yes, it should. Why? Of course, this game on <laughs> the time. Commanders are in the news. So how how ironic that they yeah. just happen to be playing tonight. Um, I'm going to go back to that thing the caller said. Two bad teams. I'm going to I'm going to go with Chicago, Nikhil Harry factor. Give me the home team. I'll lay the point. Did you hear by the way what Rivera said about 
Yeah, the yes. quarterback. The quarterback. Yes. I mean, he. I thought he did a good job of damage control afterwards, but right. yeah. what was his damage control? What did he do? Well, how, he, how do you damage control? He threw that himself one? on the sword. He was like, like that was you know, stupid to say. Yeah, it was, a, you know, it was yeah. a dumb comment. I, you know, I pride myself on not being a distraction. We preach that. We've addressed it. He addressed it in the team meeting. He, he. I mean, he apologized for yeah. it, but. All right. Can't take it back. It's no. out there. Once He's going say, back. He was just being honest. Right. <laughs> Let's face it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on a quote graphic forever. Right. Sorry for the honesty. Alex, what do you got? Chicago by one. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna go Washington. And really? Then, yeah. Give them. I don't know. Maybe they rally around this news and. <laughs> they rally around. <laughs> we're not a dysfunctional organization. <laughs> right? We're not like, misogynists. Yeah. Right? We're our not owners our owner. getting kicked we out of the league. Our, our coach not, is throwing the quarterback yeah. under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. We're not blackmailing we all the other this. owners. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fun to see. So I want to speak it into existence. <laughs> okay. When uh, Washington against the spread and Washington to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry, Evan. I'm taking the Bears. Bears. The best thing about this game is the Bears running game, so I'm going to count on the Bears. Uh, I think the best game is those orange helmets, which uh, <laughs> I think go. look really cool. Uh, I will take the Bears as well. That's how bleak Bears win. Talking with uniforms. <laughs> Bears win, setting up a big 500. Uh, oh, I, I think yeah. I just got a peek into Fred's pick later in the show. You sure oh, did. Oh, oh. Um, Sunday at 1, the 3-2 and two 49ers are at the 2-3 and three Falcons. Uh, San Francisco by five and a half. I think this game's actually at nine thirty on this, based off this schedule. Oh yeah. Oh, is it a? Are we international? Yeah. Again? The NFL dot com has it at one, but don't know. they don't even have a nine thirty game. Is it a London game? I didn't know. Oh, it was another Mercedes. London game. This this is very very well wrong, Evan. So don't go off on my shit. Yeah, they don't have a <laughs> nine thirty. They don't on. have a. Well, London. anyway, San Francisco's by Mike's five and PDF. a half. Five five and a half. Uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jimmy G on the road. I. I San Francisco is a little bit weird, but I think uh, I think they'll get the job done against the Falcons. Alex? Okay, San Fran, San Fran. Evan? I'm taking San Francisco to win, but I'm taking Atlanta to cover because I like Dean Peace against oh. Jimmy yeah. G. Peace. Peace be with you. Um, I thought about it, but I'm going to stick with the Niners both ways. That Niners defense is really impressive. Yeah. I don't think it's. it's I don't good. think there were a lot of good defenses in football. That's one of them. Mm. Yeah, their defense is Del Rio. Uh, I will. <laughs> I will. I will take the that's, 49ers both. That's ways. an oldie but goodie. 49ers both ways. Uh, Sunday at one, the three and two Jets are at the three and two Packers. Green Bay by seven. Seven. Good, good, good test for the Jets. I mean, they, they, yeah, I know. Three and two, not a bad start. Winning some games. Ah, I got to go with the hometown pack, though. Go pack, go. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm going to lay the points. Yeah, I, I need Green Bay to put the Jets back in their place. Green Bay both ways. I like Green Bay. I like them both ways, too. I feel like the Packers at some point have that level that they're just better than the Jets. Yeah, I th- I think that as well. I think the Jets stink. Uh, I think they're going to get better because I think they have a lot of good young players. I just think it's hard to be good with all first and second year players yeah. playing so many key roles. But I will take the points because I don't think Green Bay is all that good. Yeah, I'm with Paul. I say Something. the Jets cover even though Packers win at home. Um, I yeah, think it might that- be a backdoor cover too. Yeah. Like Green Bay could, I think, will have the game. I don't think it will be in jeopardy. Yeah, I don't think the Jets are as bad as Paul thinks they are. I think they're no. I think they're they're. You said com- they stink. Yeah, well, I think they're just too young. I, yeah. Stink is too okay. too strong of a word. That's Zach Wilson might young. stink. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't mind him. I, I just, I think they have a lot of good young players. I just think it's hard to be really good with all young players. Yeah, it's and it's the young, it's like the youngest roster in the league. Sunday at well, one, one of, one of the youngest. The anyway. two and three Jaguars are at the two, two and one Colts. Colts by one and a half. Another tough one, of course. Jacksonville, uh, AFC South, handed the Colts their butts last year. Sneaky tough games to call. I'm really struggling with this one right now, and uh, you know I'm going to go with Indy at home. Based on based on that Jacksonville win last year, I feel like they're going to they're going to be locked in on this one. I I do think Jacksonville's better, but I'm going to take Indy at home. I'll lay the point. And what did you say? One and a half. One and a half. Indy, Indy. I'm taking the Jags. These these games, these con- interdivision games, they have some weird trends, you know, where teams just beat up on each other. And yeah. I think Jacksonville ha- is Jacksonville state- absolutely owns the Colts. They've yeah. shut them out in week two, 24 to nothing or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I'm going to buck, yeah. buck the trend. I'm, I'm going to go with Indy. I think they had 10 days off. I think Jacksonville might be thinking to themselves, we are what everybody thought we were after their disappointing loss last week to Houston. I'm going to take the Colts, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Jacksonville is like a ridiculous hex over the Colts. Yeah, Yeah. and it's tough to win, you know, beat the same team twice in your division. But I am going to go with Evan. Jacksonville wins this game. I like it. Um, you definitely want the guy. Have you 20, seen my record? <laughs> under 500 to be with you. Have you seen I my just re- liked the conviction, you know. <laughs> uh, Sunday at 1, the 4-1 four and, war, four and, war, four and one Vikings are at the 3-2 and two Dolphins with uh, their third-string quarterback. Yes. Uh, Minnesota by 3.5. Yeah, Skylar Thompson. Are we sh- uh, we're 100% sure Teddy's not playing in this game? Not playing. No, he, they, he came right out. McDaniel came right out and said. ridiculous. Yeah. He's th- he like he's in concussion protocol and didn't he's have a concussion. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, we're but going this, too far the other way. This is what happens. Yep, I feel uh, bad. It's for derail- Teddy, not it's, for the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, it's derailing the season though. Yeah, like it's not you know whatever. I'm gonna take the Vikings on the road, uh, not on prime time, but I just think it's too much for Miami right now. Yeah, I think it's. Pr- oh, sorry, Alex. Minnesota. Both ways. Well, I like that. You bitch. Good use of Minnesota. I, I'm just know? watching Tom Brady on uh, NFL Network now doing a press conference. He doesn't play here anymore. He them. never wore a Patriots cap. It was always TB12, oh yes. and now he's got a Tampa Bay cap on. Tom, it's camouflage. You're killing yeah. me. You're killing me. And he's got a Tampa Bay shirt on. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. Come on, Tom. Evan. Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna take Minnesota too. I don't like it, but I I think that. Uh, Kyler Thompson last week was a mess when he had to go in there for Miami. I feel bad for Teddy. Okay. Uh, I will take Minnesota, and I will take the hook, uh, and I'll take the points. Um, I think the Vikings will win the game. Um, it's asking too much for a, for them to, to beat a good team like that uh, with third-string quarterback. But yeah. I think they'll – just like last week, they'll have a chance. Yeah. Kicking a field goal in the fourth quarter to take the lead. He missed it. Uh, I think that and, took And the wheels came off. Right. So I think the Vikings uh, cover. They win and cover this game. Sunday at 1, the 2-3 and three Bengals are at the 2-3 and three Saints. Bengals by 1.5. Mm. Bengals by 1.5. So this is like who day versus who dat. Who dat. <laughs> who day versus who dat. Uh, I'm going to go. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow on the road. Um that's a tough one, though. I'm going to take him, and I'll lay the points. I also rode with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals both ways. 
can't get a read on the Bengals. It's a tough team. Yeah, they got so much talent, but they're just not I playing up to it right Saints. now. Like, <laughs> post Super Bowl. Yeah, that might be it. I'll take Cincinnati. I'll take them both ways. I don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Cincinnati like too. Uh, New Orleans. I, I I think a lot of the New Orleans defense, but it hasn't played very well. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna stand alone. Am I the only one taking the Saints? Yeah. Yeah, game? I think we know why. Yeah. Why? Because oh. they were mean to us. I know. <laughs> Um, yep. There was an interesting story on NFL.com today, though, about when Tim Tebow was playing at Miami. It, you know, they uh, it was a bowl game. No, he, no, Tim Tebow wasn't. Oh, never mind. Forget it. Good story. Anyway. <laughs> Great story, Hansel. Could, if Joe Burrow lights it up, could this become a home game for him because of oh, the, oh, the LSU? Yeah. yeah. And that, that's Jamar what happened Chase in too. Florida with Tim uh, Tebow. Yeah, 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 yeah Chase, got you. Chase yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sunday at one, the three and two Ravens are at the four and one Giants. Uh, Baltimore by five and a half. Five and a half. Uh, that, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I like the Giants. I like what Dable's doing, but I think Baltimore is uh, the best team in, or one of the best teams in the AFC right now. I'll take them and I'll lay the points. Yeah, Baltimore to win. Baltimore points. I like Baltimore to win. I'll give the Giants. Oh. The the points throw them a bone. I don't know. I I can't I can't believe the Giants right now. I I, I don't think it's for real, but yeah. I maybe maybe they're more competitive than I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Um, I think Baltimore will, without question, at some point in the game, be covering, but they won't end up covering. I'll take Baltimore to win, but the Giants will keep it close. That's same way. I'll take that hook. Um, Sunday at one, three and two Buccaneers at the one and four Steelers. Bucks by eight and a half. That's not enough. Yeah, that's not enough. I'm taking Tampa, no problem. It's Lay a the pretty points. healthy road favorite, though. <laughs> it was like 11 and a half, yeah. really, because home team yeah. usually gets like a field goal. That's right. What? Yeah. yeah. Good. Did they? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Home yeah. team usually gets like two to three points. That's good that's use right. of that, Deuce. <laughs> yeah. You got Tampa? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. Retweet. I might check this game out just to watch Brady destroy the Steelers' defense like he does every single time oh. he plays Pittsburgh. It's going to be some fair, deep fair points. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll lay the points on this one. Yeah, I'll go with Brady both ways. All right, now we skip over. Yeah, you will. Oh. <laughs> uh, we skip over the Patriots at 1 o'clock and we move to 405, where the 1 and 4 Panthers are visiting the 2 and 3 Rams. Oh. The Rams by ten and a half. Ten and a half. Just to let everybody know, I don't think Cup or Donald practiced yesterday for the Rams. Wow, oh. I appreciate that. Yep. Um, but I think the Carolina Panthers are going down the tubes. Their coach is gone, and they're going to be maybe that's a good thing. Not good. Yeah. I think they're lo- they're they're wayward sons. They're gone. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams, and I'm even going to dump those points too. I took the Rams to win, but I gave Carolina the points. I'm with Alex on this one and with Fred. I think sometimes the coach getting fired can galvanize the troops a little bit, make it more competitive. But It's a big spread. The Ram- yeah, it's a big spread, but ultimately I think the Rams win. But I-, I think Carolina covers that spread. Yeah, I will lay the points with the Rams. The Rams are in trouble if they can't figure out how to protect the, the passer, though. Um, they're they're going to be in disarray if Stafford keeps getting hit the way he is. I think he was sacked like 21 times or something. Well, a lot of I them are his fault. I know. It's just, it doesn't even really matter. Yeah, so I'll take the Rams because I, I think that the coach um, – I don't think they hated the coach. I think when they hate yeah. the coach and he gets fired, there's a little of that rallying. I don't – I mean, I don't know the Carolina situation closely, yeah. but I haven't really heard any 
players coming up. Maybe I missed them. They're gonna lose. And it purpose. sounds like they're like, more. See, it wasn't the coach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that I think there's more talk in Carolina about a fire sale. Yeah, you know, yeah, Christian McCaffrey probably. and where he's going, and this guy and I'm, where he's going. Yeah. Oh, we're going right to Dark Brown. Right? I think there'll be some guys on the Panthers going on IR shortly. Uh, just the Rams shutting, are in shutting a, it down. In a tough spot, though. like offensively, the Rams are bad right now. They just don't have enough talent on offense. They don't have a good offensive line. It's Cooper Cup or bust. Like they just don't have a lot of talent on that side yeah, of the, the ball. The line, the line is really, really struggling. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rams win, but I will. Will take the points. Uh, four oh five, two and three Cardinals are at the two and three Seahawks. Let yeah. Gino cook. So this is an interesting game time mm, uh, mm, because mm. if the Mariners and Houston have to play in the game four, they're changing the time of this game. They're pushing it mm. back like an hour and a half. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so have a little middle game. Yeah, it'd be like a five thirty oh, start, oh. Um, cool. something something like that. If there's a baseball cool. game, that's fun. <laughs> anything that's different is cool. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, could could help us on Red Zone. We'll have extra games. I know to watch. it'll be. Uh, sorry, Arizona by two and a half. Arizona by two and a half. Um, tough one, division game. I'm gonna go with Seattle and the Fighting Geno Smiths, and I will take those home dog points. Arizona to win, but I gave the points to uh, Seattle and Geno. I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking them both ways. I really don't believe in Arizona at all. And I think Cliff is done. Yeah. It's getting getting warm over there. Yeah. Huh. What was that number again, Paul? Uh, Arizona by two and a half. Uh, I will take Arizona. I'm going to take ways. the Seahawks both ways. Well, they're underdogs, so at home. You just take them. I'll take them. Okay. Uh, 425, the 4 and 1 Bills are at the 4 and 1 Chiefs, what baby. What are we doing? Why is this game Woo! at 425? No, <laughs> this right? must be a CBS exclusive. Ooh. Yeah. They, that was all. That was a. We're hold. not even going to do the post game show. We're going to be watching that. That was a protect, It had to be a protected game. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when Kansas City was on primetime the last two weeks. You'd think they would have wanted it uh, for this one. Buffalo by two and a half. Wow. That's how good the Bills are. Buffalo is favored in Arrowhead. That's exactly what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to go with them. I'll Most other the than you think Buffalo's pretty good. I know. <laughs> Well, I think Buffalo is pretty good. It was funny, like we were talking with Evan about Buffalo, and like while well, we were doing the defense thing during lunch, and and he was like, "It's, it's your offense of Buffalo." It was the same thing I said. We were just like, it, "I mean, they could they could keep them to thirty, and it's still not enough with the bait, you know." Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm going Bills. I, I I think time is now. But I think Patrick Mahomes is obviously playing great, so he'll he, put up a fight. He's got a future. Yeah. He does. Not yeah. bad. That kid not might bad. be all right. Good about player. His, about his family, but. Yeah, I'm going with the home dogs, Kansas City. A smart person once told me that a, a smart, a wise man bets home dogs. So who was this person? I forget. Yeah. <laughs> suspect. I'm yeah, going. Suspect. I'm going with Kansas City too. I, I like Buffalo. I think they're a good team. I think Josh Allen's a good quarterback. But you don't make Patrick Mahomes a home dog. Like I just, I saw that la- last week too with Patrick Mahomes. Bad like juju. he got a little bit angry at at the Chris Jones call. And lit the world on fire. So I'm taking Patrick Mahomes as a home dog. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think Buffalo's going to blow them out just like they did last year, and I'll take them to do it again. Uh, I think the Chiefs remember that, and I think the Chiefs win this game. Well, the Chiefs got the revenge in the AFC Championship. I or know. Whatever divisional the divisional round. round, round yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this an AFC Championship preview, this game? Yes. Very possibly. Yeah, yes. Sure. Uh, you yeah, took the Chiefs? Yeah, I took the Chiefs. The Patriots. Yeah, I took the Chiefs. Uh, Sunday night on NBC – uh, the four and one Cowboys are at the five and zero oh Eagles. Can't get enough of the division matchups in prime time. Uh, Eagles by six. Come on, it's a fun game. Six. Eagles by six, and they're at home. 
another great game. I don't I don't especially love the NFC East, but but another great game is Philadelphia. Good challenge. I think I saw what it. Yeah, the Cowboys have won the last three. Hey, um, you got notes over there. No, nah, just a little bit. I print the thing, so I have a little bit of. Maybe I can offer a comment Cheating. or That's a homework, a Cheating. stat, perhaps. Uh, it's, much, it's much better just like say things like <laughs> Jacksonville owns the Colts. I have no <laughs> idea how many they've won. But oh I yeah, you just know those things. I, like, I, like, I, I, I think that's a thing. I, I right? think that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go fly Eagles fly, and uh, but I'm going to take those points. I think it's going to be close, um, but I like the Eagles to win. Philly, oh, so Philly. you have Dallas? You're taking like the Dallas points? Dallas points, yeah. Oh, don't say Philly Philly. On now I, I say Philly Philly uh, every time I, I take <laughs> Philly <laughs> both times. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I think Paul was the only one that picked up on it the first uh, time. We blocked it talking. out. <laughs> <laughs> I take uh, Philly to win, but I'm taking Dallas in the points. Divisional game, I just feel like he'll be close. Dallas is another one of those teams that has a defense that's pretty good. Um, but... I'm going to take Philly both ways because, and I know I keep saying this every week. At some point, Dallas is going to realize they're playing with a backup quarterback, and right. something's going to happen. Happened it yet. hasn't happened yet. I guess Mike McCarthy's a genius, um, which generally is an indication of winning games with a backup quarterback. But I'm going to take the Eagles in this game. Uh, I too am going to take the Eagles both ways uh, in this game. So there you go. So now. I, this is looking to be a perfect week for me, I think. Okay. Both <laughs> against the spread you and straight do the Monday up. Night Don't forget Monday first. night, though. Oh, yeah, Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 8-15 on ESPN. Two and three Broncos are at the three and two Chargers. Chargers by five and a half. They getting any players back? <sighs> I don't think Not it, yet. I don't know if it's going to matter. Um, the, the Broncos. Oof. It's the Broncos. I, I struggle to pick them for anything right now. I'm going to take the Chargers, and I will lay the points. I thought they were going to challenge for the AFC West. I really do. Does anybody – this is a question for the panel. You know how I like to yes. throw these out there. Yes. Did anybody think heading into the season that Russell Wilson was done? No. Like, I know he wasn't playing he great. Was, he was on what I would call washed watch. Okay. Washed watch. You know, okay. like, I, I didn't think he was done done I like I think this. it had a couple more seasons. I left. thought it had more to do with Seattle's sort of crumbling talent, but – I actually Evidently, think it's that the opposite. Ain't true. I no. think he throwing in Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf maybe kept him going in the end there at Seattle. Yeah, yeah I didn't necessarily mean receivers. I just meant the entirety of the team. Yeah, I hear you. But yeah, I mean he, it's he, he looks he looks Washed. done. Yeah. Yep. My turn? Yep. Or did you go? Nope. Damn my chargers. Both. Mike Mike went. That was it. Mike 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 Mike. Charges. Charges. I'm also taking the Chargers both ways. Name for it, Jamari Saylor, the rookie left tackle that's been filling in for Rashawn Slater. Shut out Miles Garrett last week. No sacks, no QB hits for Miles Garrett against a rookie left tackle. It's a really impressive game. He's like a one arm, though. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I think he <laughs> was dead uh, heading into the game. I'm going to take the Chargers, <laughs> but I will take the points. Five and a half. The Chargers will do something stupid. Staley oh, will go for it on You're fifth right. down yeah, or something. Yeah. But it's two really stupid coaches going <laughs> against each other. So Fair point, because <laughs> yeah. the other guy is as overmatched as a head coach as I've ever seen a head yeah. coach. I'm going to yeah. go with the Chargers both ways. Denver finds themselves outside of Denver, not playing at home, and they don't know what's going on. It's a rare away game for the Broncos, so I'll go with the Chargers. I got you. All right, now we go back to 1 o'clock. Where the two and three Patriots are going against the two and three Browns. I'm sorry, uh, Browns by three. Three. 
Yeah, no. Uh, so is this a pick 'em? No question. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Patriots. I, I, I just think they're going to put a good game together. I have, I have some confidence. I don't have stats to back it up right now, um, but I think that they'll handle the Charger or the the Browns, and uh, I got them 27-17. Alex, I picked New England to win. I think it'll be close, so I gave Cleveland the points. Forgot okay. to think of a score, so let me think of one that would allow for that outcome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do 28 New England, Ooh. which would give 26. 26 to Cleveland. Well, 27. Yep. Oof. I don't like that. I'd love to watch a game like that. Oh, I wouldn't. Offense? <laughs> What's offense? <laughs> yeah. Like haven't seen any of that in points? the last couple of weeks. I'm going to take the Patriots to win, I guess, to push, right? 24-21, three-point spread. So you got to pick one or the oh other. Oh, God, you're picking I mean, if it, if it lands on that, obviously we'd all tie. But Okay. I'll take the pa- Patriots to cover, too, I guess. I, I think the biggest thing that I look at with this game, watching the Chargers run offense, I mean, I have never seen a – professional defensive line get blown off the ball as easily as this Browns defensive line did against the Chargers like it looked like you were watching Zion Johnson playing in college at BC like the way that they were moving that interior of the line it was crazy so I think the Patriots run defense is not nearly as bad as the Browns run defenses so I like the Patriots yeah the Cleveland really struggles stopping the run um they're worst uh worst in the league at that by a and, wide margin and, and I have to think that that's what the Patriots are going to want to do again. However, I think that that lends to close games. And uh, I don't think this game will be easy. I think Cleveland will run it pretty much as effectively as you do. And this could be one of those games, Mike. We're watching Red Zone by like 3.30. It could be like my my dream game. I think the Patriots will continue to win. I think as much as I argued with Fred before I ate lunch, you'll see a continued (laughs) progress from the defense. It was a hangry Paul. For the first time. <laughs> All right. And 24 to 20. Okay. Um, I'm with Paul I, in terms of how many points the Patriots are going to score, 24. I think they hold uh, the Browns to 14. So I think it's going to be 24-14. So two points. blowouts and three well, close it's games. it's not really – it depends on how the – you know, toward the end, maybe the Patriots get a, you know, backdoor touchdown or something like that. I think it's going to be a closer game than 10 points. You know, it'll feel that way. But a 24-14 win for the Patriots. So, all right. We're all on the We're Patriots. We're all on the Patriots this week. I'm Such not sure Alice. that's happened yet this this year. Um, all right. Still so that's – uh, oh, no, I already did all the – I, sure. did, I did all just three. Just making sure it happened last week. We're just looking out. <laughs> what? Detroit. No one picked Detroit No, but week. I didn't – I picked – I Well, didn't Alex take picked the points. Cleveland okay. for the points. Oh, okay. Shame on Alex. All right. <laughs> what are you doing? That'll what? be it for this Alex. edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Stay tuned go, for John Walt. Rook and the playbook. Um, pre-game, pre-game at 1045, post-game right after the show, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.